It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Funny things that you think funny aren't funny. Give me talks all the time. I want talks all over me. The Alan Cox Show kicks ass, man. Welcome. Welcome. Show me what you got. You're not going to see a lot of Cox on TV. Alan Cox from the Alan Cox Show. I don't know what it's about you, but I can't even stand you. I think you're the biggest asshole alive. It's going to be a great show. Let's kick it. Kick it, and you'll just kick it with a tasty groove, okay? One, two, three, kick it. Kick it, come on, god damn it, put you one time, kick it, one time! Alan Cox. Here we go, he'll ad-lib, he'll be fine. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. What's going on, everybody? Good afternoon. Hi there. Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, welcome, welcome. Feeling good, looking good, whatever. My name is Alan Cox. Thank you for showing up. Say hi to Bill Squire, who's right over there. Creepy hugs, everyone. Thanks for listening to and watching this episode of The Alan Cox Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share a cold one with the boys. Hey, there's Mary Santora. Hello. In an opposite but equally distant direction. Yeah, no babies. And Poundcake is at home on his bed. Afternoon, white people. In his bedroom, staring at the walls. You can see him. If you miss his little face, you can see him uh, on the live stream at alancoxra.com. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app, of course. If you want to join us telephonically, you can. 216-578-1007, 800-348-1007. 216-578-1007, to shoot me a text. I was going back and forth with my youngest brother. He's five years younger than I am. And he goes, hey, you got a kid in his 20s now, because my son turns 20 today. My youngest brother became a grandfather at 39. Mm-hmm. And uh, That's I, young. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He kid rocked it. Uh, but, you know, it was years ago when my brother got remarried. He's got uh, his uh, three oldest kids by his first wife, and he has uh, two little ones with his current wife. And I remember at the time going, God, you were almost out. Mind you, uh, I wasn't even thinking about having another child myself. But I was like, you almost got out. You were so close, and you almost, like your kids were older, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You almost got out. He had two more, uh, who are like nine and four. And uh, I think back to that frequently, because I'm like, little did I know that I'd leave it in again. Mm -hmm. Right? One try. One try, Bill. It doesn't take much. In the immortal words of one uh, Jeremy Piven, I certainly don't want to sound pretentious about it, but you know. <laughs> Super Spurs. 
I do have super sperm. If I leave it in, uh, you get pregnant. That's how we do it in the Cox family. You know, my mommy's... What's that? You said if you you leave it in, I'll get pregnant. You ladies will get pregnant. Cody wants to try. He wants to try. Yeah. No. Tell you what, I'll send you a little Ziploc snack baggie with some goodies in it. Merry it's been a long quarantine. Don't play like that. <laughs> see what you can see. What you can do. See Use what kind of like little kids with slime. Yeah. See what kind of little holiday craft you can. Uh, it's been real long. I'm yeah, looking at everything. You might want to add some cornstarch to thicken it up, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm sure you could uh, glaze a gingerbread house roof with it oh, or something. I'm neck deep in crafts at Casa Cox because b- b- my daughter keeps getting things handed to her to put together, and then she wants me to put together, put them together with her. And of course, I, I'm happy to do it. Um, and also, you know, I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm doing something important. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, Chuckle Charlie's doing all them tables. Right. And so he's, you know, my, my things don't require the band saw or anything like that, the circular saw, anything like that. I, I don't require those. I've got those in my garage. I'm just waiting uh, to be handed a craft that's going to require uh, some heavy-duty tools like that. But so far, nothing. You're producing your own adhesive, so it's saving on costs. Well, you know, it's funny because adhesive not that expensive to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, it's worth its weight in gold from what I understand. Uh, but, um, you know, but I think that's a thing in the Cox family is, you know, my mom used to make jokes. He'd go, you know, you're, I could put on your dad's underwear and get pregnant. I go, Mom, I, I don't want to hear <laughs> <laughs> Gross. anything yeah. like that, especially since it took her so long to get knocked up with my sister. But, uh, you know, it's being cheeky or whatever. But uh, well, I was really lamenting last night. I've really been trying to figure out what I can get my mom for Christmas. <laughs> Because I got my back massager, like I said, <laughs> I got my dad a brand new fleece, right? I got my dad a brand new LL Bean fleece, and so I'm trying to think of something to get my mom. In years past, we would I would get them uh, like joint gifts. They love going to the movies, so I'd get them like hundreds of dollars in movie gift cards. Well, obviously you're not doing that this year, right? I don't know what they're doing. I haven't seen them in over a year, and so I've, I've really been lamenting or trying to figure out what to get my mom. And then I see that they're bringing back Juicy Couture. Oh, yes. And I go, man, this would be a great gift to give to my mom because she would be so confused. And that would be fun in and of itself to give my mom a full zip up pink juicy hoodie. Yeah. And just send it to her. And Merry Christmas. They look comfy. Yeah, they, they do look, look super comfy. comfy. Get her and your dad matching tracksuits. It's not a bad idea. I think my mom's got like the house coat thing going on. Mm but uh you know matching tracksuits yeah like they do in pasta uncles yeah bill i know? love it it's a good look mm. yeah maybe that's not a bad idea for, so for lounging I've and got leisure the, yeah i've got the juicy hoodie in my cart and uh I'm, I'm just trying to decide if maybe i should send that uh to my mom glitter letters or no no glitter letters. Oh, no, nothing on the ass. What? Nothing ostentatious Not because worth it. she'll be. <laughs> what would the glitter letters be like? Uh, monogram. Juicy. Oh, ju- well, that's on there. It's not in glitter, but they've got like the the juicy crest or it goes whatever. J U I on one boob and then C Y exclamation point on the other. I don't so know about when that. she unzips it, her cleavage says juicy across. No, it. it's not across. It's got like the. It looks a little classier. 
where it's got like the uh, looks like a monogrammed family crest type thing on huh. there. So I don't know. I know that they've brought the brought that line back. I don't know if they've brought back the whole. No, I'm not trying to make her look like she's you know rushing Delta Theta. So you're not going to get wanted... the ones with the words on the butt. Nothing on the ass. That's for his dad. No. Uh, but it goes on the front because mm-hmm. of the super sperm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alan, you say you got your dad a brand new fleece like it was an acceptable option to get him a used one. Listen, I learned my lesson mm-hmm. the hard way in years past when I have purchased used clothing from my parents for high holidays. <laughs> Boy, did I get a stern talking to. And so uh, I learned. They said, uh, son, you know, they call me son. Son, would you stop getting us used clothing? And I go, well, this is when we lived in Ohio City, right? And the, the Goodwill was right there. Of course, yeah. it's a Planet Fitness now. Um, but I heard that they're going to tear that down to make room for another modern Mexican restaurant. Whoa. Because they need more of those in Ohio City. Yeah, they Apparently. can't go out of business fast enough. So can't they need go to put out of business fast enough, sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got a cool new concept in restaurants. Modern Mexican. Expensive tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're tacos, but they're expensive. Oh, boy. Honestly, any- Some restaurants deserve to close. Anytime I want Mexican, I want like I just want a chimichanga like that. I don't need it all fancy. I don't need it. I, I don't think know. I know what that is. Chimichanga is just like a deep fried burrito kind of. Oh, okay. And it doesn't have to be fried. You can get it not deep fried, but that's what it's because so they're like, all just. I don't know that I know all the different mm-hmm. shapes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's chimichanga just like, is a fried burrito essentially, and you don't have to get it fried. That's just how I like it. But it's just like chicken, cheese, rice on the inside, and then yeah, that's what they all are. Yeah. Vegetables. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exact yeah. same yeah. thing, just in a different shape. That's okay. It. I like those, and that's all I want. I'm like, I want some queso and salsa and chimichanga. I don't need it to be $43. I don't need it to be this, you know, I raised my own cow for this. Listen, like if I, it's good, my own cow. if it's good, I don't mind paying for it. Right, but when we I'm lived saying, in Ohio City, we lived up the street from Mamocho, and we practically lived at that place, and I was just fine with that. I guess when I'm craving Mexican food, that's what I want. What about when you're craving Mexican men? That's what I want. Deep fried chimichanga. Jimmy Changa. Jimmy yeah. Changa. This is yes. my boyfriend, Jimmy Changa. <laughs> yeah. hey, I've got some breaking news. For the first time since World War One, the big one, the Uno is what they call it, I believe. Whoa. If you talk to any veterans. Ohio. <laughs> a veteran of World War One. Well, there's still a run. There's a couple of them. Could be a hundred. There? They're getting that COVID vaccine there's over two. in the UK. Exactly two. There's two of them. <laughs> there's two. World War One veterans. If you talk to them, they call it the Uno. They... Uh, Ohio State will not play the University of Michigan. This year's game will not happen due to something called COVID one nine. Uh, so there you go. That means that Ohio State will not have played enough games to qualify for the Big Ten title game on December the 19th. For the first time since World War I. Uh, all your fault, DeWine. What's that? It's all your fault, DeWine. Well, he's only responsible for one of those teams. I imagine there's going to be phone calls made. Ohio State will end up playing somebody this weekend. Somebody? Yeah. Hey, you guys want to play St. Ignatius? Well, like, like, yeah, ball, okay. Ball, back football. Like on Twitter... People are already going crazy. Like, who? Here's the teams that are available that they could make something happen because they're very invested in this. And... Of course, let's get more people sick. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Being sick, huh? They want to watch football. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being thick. Well, apparently the people in charge of these games care enough where they got a, I don't know. I mean, they have to say face. They need people. They need an uproar, an outroar, an upcry, an upcry. <laughs> the Alan Cox Show is back. Hi, we're back. Ask Alexa. Ask Google Home. Hell, you can even ask Alan. I could probably get you some information over here. Whatever smart device you have, just tell it to play the Alan Cox Show on iHeartRadio. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven. December eighth, big day for rock and roll fans. Sixteen years ago tonight is when Dimebag Daryl was killed. Uh, of course, he was with Pantera back in the day. He's playing with Damage Plan in Columbus, is where he was shot. A guy was running through a club and he shot some other people and charged the stage and uh, killed Dimebag Daryl. The Al Rosa Via nightclub. In Columbus in 2004, I was not a huge Pantera fan. There's always too much high end in their production for me. Well, yeah, for I think sure. they did they did great work. Like I, I liked, I liked what they were doing. But the high end, there was a lot. You making fun of me? <laughs> no, I'm disagreeing with you. I feel like you're making fun of me. <laughs> well, um, that's, that's how you're perceiving it. Sorry, you feel that way, Alan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, he was 38 uh, when he died. And um, obviously, Pantera was done after that. It was also 40 years ago today that John Lennon was killed. Wow. That was a big deal to my mom. My mom was a massive, massive Beatles fan. And uh, to this day, only 50% of that band is still alive, obviously. George Harrison died from cancer. Uh, John Lennon was shot. I always have to take a second because I forget between Mark David Chapman, who was the guy who shot, who killed John Lennon, and Hinckley, who was the guy who tried to kill Reagan for Jodie Foster. I was to mix the two of them up. But Mark Why would da- she have him do that? He was doing it to impress her. Oh, you she know. didn't ask him to? No, no, no. She didn't mm. ask. This is before D-Picks. So men just had to try to assassinate <laughs> presidents. Impressive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what? You didn't like that? I thought that you would like that. She's like, I didn't ask for this. So really, the death of John Lennon, the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan, those are really, the people responsible for those are the people who would eventually go on to invent the camera phone. Mm -hmm. The fact that they didn't get that into our hands earlier is why, if there had been D-picks that could be sent uh, back then, they would have done that, rather than John, uh, get him screwed up still, Mark David Chapman, with his copy of Catcher in the Rye, uh, shooting Why John, did John Lennon. Lennon get shot? What's that? Why did John Lennon get shot? Mark David Chapman was a crazed fan, and he was uh, hell-bent on uh, killing somebody. I think it was Lennon. He went out in front of his apartment building. So you killed someone? I thought it was because he was like an outspoken like philanth- philanthropist or something. Try it again. <laughs> nope. Philanthropist. 
Ah. Uh. Because he was an outspoken philanthropist. I, uh, no, I don't think or anybody like, had a trouble a, with a civil rights <laughs> or something. Huh? He was just like out. No, Mark, Mark David Chapman things. was just a crazy person who wanted to kill someone <sighs> and uh, killed uh, killed John Lennon out in front of his apartment building. And every few years, uh, he tries to get parole, and I think he might be out or living with his mom or something. Uh, he was uh, denied eleven times. Um, since man. 2000. But I thought they had him out. Maybe he was just out like when his mom died or something. I remember Mark David Chapman being in the uh, news over the past couple of years. Yeah, because he was getting out, right? No, Hinkley was getting out. One of H- them was- Hinkley was getting out. Something Hinkley like that. Out. Maybe, again, I'm confusing them. Maybe Are you sure have- you're not thinking of Tracy Chapman? She had a fast car. She could she go did. wherever right. she wanted. That's why to I'm go. like, maybe that's what you're thinking. And she's like, I thought he was driving everywhere. No. Um, but Mark David Chapman, apparently he said that he had a problem with, uh, I think John Lennon was quoted as saying that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. Oh. And so Mark David, and he said he was being cheeky, but... Uh, Not any day. I mean, there's probably a day where he they were more popular than Jesus. I mean, not all time. I mean, you probably, uh, yeah. I mean, there's probably can, more people thinking about the Beatles on a certain day in that era than there were Jesus. Yeah. Uh, he shot him five times, got him four times in the back. And as I recall, Jesus never had a number one album. True. Uh, no, never had a number one hit. True. Never on the Ed Sullivan uh, show. Did have Ten Commandments, though. No, nah, those were his. Friends. Those were his dads. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. He did have 12 number ones. His apostles? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like... That's just like his group. Like he he was the Justin Timberlake of that group. Instead the of G unit, it was C unit. C unit. Yeah. So I guess Mark David Chapman was a big Beatles fan, and then he underwent a religious conversion, and that told him to kill the way Jesus would have wanted it. Exactly. So yeah, he was uh, very upset, and uh, he was uh, he was also obsessed with Todd Rundgren. So someone else could have gotten killed had he not made the connection with John Lennon. Uh, he also, I think he had a short list. I think David Bowie was on that list. And so um, he shot John Lennon in front of uh, his apartment. I remember James Taylor, the singer James Taylor, uh, living in that same apartment building, the Dakota very famous apartment building in New York, and James Taylor telling the story about how he was in his apartment and heard the shots. But it's New York. Yeah. You don't necessarily, but he, he did notice that they sounded very close and kind of looked out, and I think that he saw a little bit of commotion. What year was that? Like 80? 1980. 40 years ago today. Okay. Yep, 40th anniversary today. Um, the first person to announce it nationally was Howard Cosell during a football game. That's the clip that goes around. Monday Night Football. This is a Monday. Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford. This was pre-Dandy Don Meredith, I think. 1980. It was the Patriots, the Dolphins playing. 1980. So that would have been Tom Brady's first season, Bill. Ha! Because he's old. Oh, I get it. Okay. (laughs) And uh, they beat the Dolphins 16-13 in overtime. Just like they do now. Not as much this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the Dolphins, I think, have a better record this year than the Patriots. Oh, 
Patriots are struggling a little bit. Five and seven, I think. Yeah. I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say that we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty, um, we have to take. Frank? Indeed it is. Boy, they really had... They hadn't figured out the whole, like... Uh, sound? Sound situation yeah, yet. Yeah. yeah. They hadn't really closed off the announcer booth as much as they did later on. Now, he was the first person to announce it nationally. The very first person to announce John Lennon's death... Casey Kasem? Dear Casey, <laughs> John Lennon's dead. No, WLIR was a radio station out on Long Island. They very famously were one of the first uh, stations to go alternative when that thing... Started to go. I worked with people uh, over the years who were at WLIR in Long Island. And there was a guy named, uh, who was a news guy that night, and he announced it a half an hour after it happened because he had talked to a police officer in Manhattan. Steve North was a young uh, news guy for WLIR on Long Island. He was the very first guy to announce the news to anyone. I'm Bob Waugh for Ben Manila, and uh, we're WLIRFM 92.7 in stereo. Again, uh, just to reiterate, we have reports that a man identified as John Lennon was found shot this evening in New York. Steve North is here again with more information for us. And the information is that New York City police say that John Lennon is dead. And uh, that's all we know. Is there any other details on the way? Uh, no, we're in touch with um, we're in touch with some people who were uh, in the area, and uh, they will be calling us and um, uh, just giving us more details. But uh, that says it. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Here's Jethro Tull. I don't even know how you... You've got to go to a commercial after that. Bob Waugh, the DJ there, he's throwing it to the, the news guy, but Bob Waugh is a guy who is um, still does radio. He's at a station in Baltimore, I think, but he was kind of bouncing around uh, the country doing radio for a long, long time. So he was a, a very renowned guy in radio, but that um, the dude that he threw it to... Steve North was the first guy to announce anywhere that John Lennon had been killed because they were on Long Island. But I don't know how you come out of that. That's a hell of a transition. I'll tell you what, they make these goddamn transitions, man. Yeah, right. It's hard. <laughs> make a death dedication. A death dedication. I mean, upbeat record. You're like, uh, John Lennon is dead. Oh, it's terrible, terrible news. Anyway, I've got passes for Friday night. Uh, uh, screening of a new movie called Porky's. You're going to love it. Some high school kids drill a hole in the wall and look at boobies. All right, caller 12. How many times did he get shot? Two. Two! <laughs> <laughs> well, even that, there were like two in the back. He, I mean, those were obviously initial reports, but two. he got shot <laughs> <laughs> He got shot a lot more times uh, than yeah. that. Obviously. How old were you in 1980? I was 10. Do you remember this? I do not. You do not? No. Okay. I, well, uh, I remember it being a thing. I don't remember, like, when it happened. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I mean, yeah. you know, I only know I December 8th because it. it's my, I, I identified this day with my son's birthday. Yeah. And with, you know, obviously subsequently John Lennon. Say what, Pound Cake? I just don't understand it. This guy was like one of the biggest stars in the world. Like the Beatles were. Well, there's the crazy people ever. everywhere. But I understand. How were they not walking around with security? You're just walking around New York City, because not here in the world. It not wasn't. Your it wasn't like that then, the way it is now. He was living in New York. But even he was like a fixture. Like if you saw John Lennon, you're like, "Here's John Lennon." I Listen, mean, it's it's New York. I, I we've all been in New York and passed celebrities on the sidewalk. I literally like, walked past Paul McCartney one time. Yeah, I was coming out of a comedy club. It was the middle of the day. It was they're doing an interview with Bob Newhart. Who was also just walking around on the street, and I walked no right security, past. No security, no nothing. No security. No. Just walked right past, like Paul McCartney. I just don't get that. I saw there's nine million. Well, not yeah. then, but there's so many people that live in that city. You don't notice it. That nobody's paying attention to you. I walked out of my hotel, and Lou Reed walked right past me. You're just like, wait, who? I this? saw I saw Letterman get out of his car and walk into the Ed Sullivan Theater. I walked past Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. I saw Gwyneth Paltrow and Barney's. Like you don't. Nobody goes. Oh. It's same with L.A. L.A. is a little bit more star effery, but in New York, everybody's too cool for it. Mm. Nobody's going, oh, my God, look over there. I mean, if you're from Omaha or something, I'm sure you are, but, you know, people just aren't doing that. I mean, that's probably the biggest star of all time, Richard Kind, just sitting there on the street. <laughs> he's one of the guys. The conversation. He's one of the dudes that got that million bucks from Clooney. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Also, Cody, there you got to think, there was no social media and... Was was it? Sounds like the internet. There were newspapers. Right. No, there, no there's no, no. 1980. No. So there's not really like people weren't as tuned into like the stalking and all that kind of stuff that people are following and being crazy on your page and and Twitter and stuff like that. Like that wasn't a thing. I so did, if somebody you're was like a global, it's not like you were just like some guy doing theaters. You were a global superstar. But you lived in a city with millions and millions of other people. I mean, Reagan had security, and he got shot. Secret Service guys couldn't keep Reagan from getting shot. just depends on when you get him and how you come in. Yeah. And, you know? That's true. Yoko, you'll recall, was inconsolable right after it happened. They had to sedate her to get her, uh, I mean, as you can imagine, uh, your husband, the love of your life, the, the uh, father of one of your kids. Uh, oh, my goodness. You went through all that work to get his band to break up, and then he dies? <laughs> yes. For nothing. Cody, at what level of fame are you going to start hiring security? Because I know you're going to. So I just want to know, is it like when you get your show in Tulsa, you're going to be like, I need, I need a guy? Tulsa. Nah, uh, I guess if I have a TV show. And by the way, I think that you're also, Poundcake, I think you're putting it through the prism of pop stars. People who might have a little bit of security because their fans are crazy teenagers. Adults, by and large... Anyone who has notoriety, are, though, I feel like they need security. Who? Anyone who is a person of notoriety. Well, look through tabloids or look at websites that are just paparazzi. Here's Jeremy Renner coming out of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. These people aren't surrounded by guys talking into their shirt cuff with sunglasses on. They're out doing stuff. That's the whole paparazzi biz 
is just catching celebrities in their natural habitat. Just being a, a human. Good, just outdoing stuff. And Alan makes a good point. People, there weren't any celebrities teenagers. Are just like us. There weren't any teenagers that were into the Beatles. Son of a bitch. <laughs> None. Not one. <laughs> yeah, not. If there had been any teenagers in front of Dakota. And again, I don't know what the guy looked like. He could have been. He, Lennon might have had his sunglasses on. I don't know. I think he was getting out of a car. And Mark David Chapman walked up and said, hey, I'm a big, big fan. And uh, did him right there. They said that he had started to plan to kill uh, John Lennon three months prior. And so he went to New York in October to kill John Lennon. And then it didn't happen there. And so a couple of missed opportunities. And Lennon and Yoko were leaving the building. I was always thinking he was going in. They were leaving the building to go to a recording session. And they walked to the limousine. And Chapman holds out. John Lennon's record for him to sign. It was his album, Double Fantasy, that my mom loved. It was him and Yoko naked on the cover, I think. And Lennon signs the album. There's a photo right before Mark David Chapman kills him. Because he had a photographer with him. There's a photo of John Lennon signing this album. And he hands the album back to him. And then they come back to the apartment. So Chapman was like hanging out, waiting. Come back to the apartment in the limo, they get out, they pass Mark David Chapman, the guy who had been there before, and from behind, he puts five bullets in John Lennon's back. Man. That, I I guess I never understood the the fans killing someone. I, and I mean, it's like, you love them and you admire them and what they've done and added to society and your personal life. Is it jealousy? I mean, it said you... that he underwent a religious conversion and didn't like the fact that John Lennon had said that they were bigger than Jesus. I guess that's true. Okay. And the guy didn't run. He shot him. He dropped the gun. He stood there, and the cops came and scooped him up. Yeah. Okay, that's I guess a different. But you hear yeah, about that sometimes person. when people are like they love him so much, and then they something changes and they become like a crazy stalker person. And she's Whoa. like with Selena's killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the what... president of her fan club. But was she really? I mean, technically she was on I mean, paper. Was she really, though, president of her fan club? I'm your biggest fan. I want to recount. Stop the steal. <laughs> yeah, right. Stop the Selena steal. Yeah, she's still in prison. She has not gotten out yet. Yolanda Saldivar or whatever. Yolanda Saldivar. Saldivar. I like how you know that name. Poundcake has committed to series. memory the woman who killed Selena. He just watched the series on Netflix, though. Oh, that's right. It was in there, too. But so I bet you fresh. knew it before, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's also watched that movie a bunch of times, too. Like, he's uh-huh. really, he's into the it's Selena really thing. Movie. But this is also why it's he that. thinks everybody needs security all the time, because he dials into stories like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet I go to random grinder hookups. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. where you're like, if I were on a TV show, I'd need a security team, but you would still be on dating apps. No, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I hire like a celebrity sorry. matchmaker, or I like have. I also I call that the local doesn't change you though. I also think you. I also think you're thinking of showbiz in a bit of an old timey sense, because with social media now, everybody considers themselves a celebrity, so it's not even that big of a deal anymore. So to say, oh, I need security, like for what? People are gonna be like, hey, there's that guy, cool. Selena's killer is uh, eligible for parole in March of 2025. So she's been in there for a long time, right? How Since long has Selena 90s. been dead? That long? 95. Man. 30 years. 95. 
Chuck Yeager died too. I saw that guy. Oh, broke, yeah. That guy's a real American hero. I didn't know he was still alive. That's one where I was like, "Oh, I didn't know he was still going." Same. Yeah. Gwen made like a Chuck Yeager joke. Somebody on TV said something about the sound barrier, and she goes, "Chuck Yeager died like this morning." Mm-hmm. I go, "Yeah." She goes, "I just made a joke about Chuck Yeager." I go, "I know." Isn't that weird? But I remember when I was a kid. What did it? <laughs> I said, "Well, yeah, you killed him." Uh, Chuck hurt Chuck Yeager. <laughs> Sticks and stones, man. This guy broke the sound barrier in the forties. And they had him doing, he, he opted to not be an astronaut. I think Sam Shepard played him in the right stuff. But Chuck Yeager, boy, when I was a kid, this guy was always doing commercials. So he found a way to, like, maximize. You know, he's doing the regular stuff like, hey, it's Chuck Yeager for AC Delco spark plugs. That kind of thing. Hey, Chuck Yeager for General Motors. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the 50s, he was doing checks commercials because back then they were like, do you want to be a fighter pilot like me? Eat this cereal. That was what advertising was in the 50s. Like, you know, I need a good breakfast. As if anything that he this guy accomplished had anything to do with his breakfast. He's able to withstand, you know, all the, the G's on his body. Like, if I hadn't had my checks, that would be me. I'd be like, hey, I'm Alan Cox for Fruity Pebbles with Marshmallows. <laughs> that means get plenty of rest, plenty of exercise, and good food at every meal. For breakfast, I like a cereal that really tastes good and has plenty of energy. Like rice checks and wheat checks, no other cereal, puffed or flakes, contains so much nourishment in such concentrated bite-sized form. Remember what I said about staying in good shape. I'll be seeing you. Boy, he was real... Speaking of spark plugs, this guy was dynamite on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a real firecracker. I gotta buy whatever he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have had the rice checks read it. Northern Mark saying. Just uh, listen to those bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and poop. Fiber. Yeah, so Chuck Yeager, he lived in 94. He lived a long life. So between Chuck Yeager and Dimebag Daryl and John Lennon, big day today. Alan Kathy Bates was a huge fan of James Conn, and that ended badly. Yeah, she cooked him tomatoes or whatever. She did right? a whole bunch of things for Fried him. Green yeah, yeah. Yep. She took care of him when he got hurt. Yeah. Didn't do anything bad to him, no, no, as I recall. To all our men and women in uniform. I've been a lifelong fan, 20 years in the military, come back, and to find your afternoon show is fing horrible. Thanks. From the Alan Cox Show. Horrible, horrible. On 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double oh seven. Join us live or eight hundred three four eight one double oh seven. Three five one nine two. Wanna send me a text? If you listen to the show on iHeartRadio from outside Ohio, tell me where you do that. Um Alana listens in Dover, New Hampshire. Rodney is in Waxahachie, Texas. Oh, I like that name. Uh, Charlie's in Martin, Kentucky. Lis- uh, Nick listens in San Francisco. Norm is one of our bureau chiefs in Detroit. He was asking if Pound Cake was in mourning today over Wendy Williams' mother. I did see that. But no, I'm not going to be more upset than she is. She seems to be not dealing more. with it okay. Is she? Uh, she said she died weeks ago, like at the height of like the whole pandemic. And so she just didn't announce it. She just took a leave. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And everyone, I think, just assumed that she was like taking a leave for her health. I'm not sure if and a leave is good if you've got COVID. I mean, I think it's good for AIDS and pains, but... Oh. She didn't announce what the illness my was. boss as I am wearing very long um, shorts underneath. It's just that in the name of my mother, because my mother, she's like, Wendy, you got them, they're long, you show them. Yeah. She also talked me into picking out this outfit today. She's also died. Listen, with all <laughs> Sorry, with all due respect, it's just mm-hmm. I don't know how. See, I'm not gonna be more upset than she is. I don't know how you would announce that a parent has died if you're a public person. I don't know if that's the but way that was do a it. weird. She, listen, she's mourning. She picked out my outfit. All, also dead. Also, mm-hmm. she's dying. <laughs> what? Into picking out this outfit today. She's also died. Yeah. Um, my mom passed away many, 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 many weeks ago. You know how during Corona, during the world, topsy-turvy, people starving, people out of jobs, um, just everybody's life is something new? Well, and you know how you lose track of the day and date and the time? All I know is that it was a long time ago. And me and the five of us, the five of us, mom, dad, my, my siblings, and me, the five of us. Because she'll always be here. She's squawking at me right now. She's got people in the audience that have how you doing masks on, by the way. handful of people it's in the audience. Like, huh? The crew. It's everyone who works on the Windy Show. I gotcha. Was she tight with her mom? Yep, the best of friends. Hmm. Well, there you go. So she didn't say that it was from coronavirus or anything? No, she didn't say the cause, hmm. but she said she went peacefully. Is her dad still alive? Yep. Hmm. Both of her parents were in their 80s. Yeah. And like late 80s, and they were married for like 65 years. Boy, imagine being married for 65 years. When I hear things like that, you know, they're like, we've been married for 75. These people that are in there, you know, back then people were getting married at 12. Yeah, they're 83. 83, and they've been married for 75 <laughs> years. But still, it's like to be married longer than like a lot of people have been alive. I, you know, I'm pushing yeah. 50. And for people to be married 15 years longer than <laughs> I've even been alive. It's crazy. It's pretty wild. You've lived I more like of your, your own life. identity if you've been married that long. What's that? I feel like you don't have your own identity. I agree. You are known well, as so-and-so's wife or so-and-so's husband. Well, that, that's up to you. Well, I mean, but I, I feel like that's pretty common, especially with older couples, where you guys are so intertwined in each other's lives that you don't really have your own life. I, I see that with my parents, where they don't I really say I have friends do anything that, without each other. Yeah, I have friends where like I hit someone up. I'm like, hey, are you free Saturday? They're like, oh, yeah, I am. Um, let me tell so-and-so so he doesn't make any plans and we can come over. I'm like, okay. Are you upset that they like I didn't invite your boyfriend I invited you? Wait, these are these are this is a spouse or a couple? That's di- cuz uh, it's different. Well, they were they were couples and now they're married, but Yeah, yeah so like, they're married. I'll yeah. invite someone. 
Go ahead. No, they're married. They're not just a couple of people dating. And you want the one to come over. Why don't you want the other one to come over? No, I don't mind. I just, I, I should have thought of that. I should have known better that, like, when I invite you, it's a we. I should have known better. I mean, that's, that's not the guy. case for everybody. Mm-hmm. Some people would be like, hey, I'm going to go see Cody. Yeah. I'll be back in a bit. Like, or my I wife. Call, I, and my, someone else picks up the phone. They're like, who texts us, bae? Or who, who is that? And, oh, well, that's know, like a different somebody. kind of thing. That's a little they bit more. They have a Facebook page. Yeah, that's a whole different number. thing. That's more of like a codependent vibe. But again, you got to be into that. Some people are into that. I mean, my wife is probably my favorite person to hang out with. But we don't do everything together. Yeah. But I like hanging out with her. But for some people, it's like, you know, and especially older couples, that's just kind of how you got into it from the jump. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be your wife, and I'll cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you're well, 90, and it's like... And when you've been together 60 years, you spent more of your life with that person than without him. Right. You know? What identity are you trying to establish? Not to say you can't, like, still have friends and you things like that. You start skydiving at 85? Yeah, like, you, you know, do? All your friends become <laughs> just our out. friends. Well, I think that All happens... All our plans become our plans. Well, that gets tough when people get divorced, too, because then you got you got to divide friends, the yeah. assets and figure out who the, who the friends are. Yeah. You know what's really funny? My last uh, breakup, I should have been a red flag that I was like, oh, I didn't lose any of my friends because we never hung out with my friends. <laughs> like, the, like, he didn't lose any friends in the breakup because all we did was hang out with his friends. Does that make sense? Yeah. That there was, like, you didn't have any mm-hmm. mutual friends? No, like we didn't oh. make any friends together. I hung out with his group of friends. Yeah. My ex-wife got all of our mutual friends. Yeah. With good reason. <laughs> 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 I was not the most popular guy in the immediate aftermath of that whole thing. But. Right. Yeah, but I think that being, you, I don't know, I guess I don't know, because that's a different generation, too. Like, women didn't have an independence back then. It's not like that's they what had I'm their saying. own life, and they went and did their own things. They got married to have kids. You were looking to get married. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now, I think it's a lot more common that people would do, I'm going to go hang out with the guys or whatever, or well, it's Saturday funny. I'm doing this. You know, yeah, there's my, still plenty of people that don't like that in their relationship, though. They're like... Very, uh, they need to know all the details and they don't let their person have that independence. Get away from me. Yeah, right. (laughs) I remember, do something. I remember my mom telling me when I was younger, my mom telling me about the girls in high school, junior and senior year, that were getting engaged. Yeah. And she was in a small town. But it was funny because my my mom, she made it sound like she was a real rebel because she waited until 21 to get, I'm like, mom, you had me when you were 23. Yeah. You didn't wait till you were 40, you know? But she's like, yeah, girls who come to school with an engagement ring on. I'm like, I guess if you never plan on leaving, that's that's what you're going to do. Find your boy, marry your high school sweetheart, start having kids. Except that still happens now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when we're out doing those gigs out in like the smaller areas, like the, the towns and stuff like that. The the towns? Towns? Small town. When do we I go to the towns? Like the small to towns on the, you know, like G-ville? The rural areas. Yeah, you go out there and it's that. Like, it's like you go to high school, you get a job, or you go into the army, you get married when you're 17, 18 years old, you start having a family. One of my uh, kids' friends has two kids already, and she's married, and she's only 21 years old. Hey, it's how my brother no, ended up been being a grandfather for, at 39. Yeah, and they like her and her dude have been together for like four years. Yeah, you start dating when you're 14. Yeah. My brother and my step, my stepsister, my brother and stepsister got married. What are you doing, stepsister? (laughs) (laughs) My brother and my sister-in-law, they started dating when she was 14 or 15 and he was like 17 or 18. Wow. He's a couple years older than she is. They met at church camp. 
They started dating, and she lived in uh, southern Ohio. Pomeroy, Ohio, is where she lived. And um, they have been together ever since. She's like 34, and they've been together 20 years. Like, it's wild. I mean, good for them. They're happy. If everybody makes it, God bless. You make it work. But I just, you saw too many examples of people that were like, you know, two years would go by. They weren't going to college or anything. They were married (laughs) or whatever. A couple of years would go by, and they'd be like, well, I'm already in my early 20s. I've been married for 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm missing out on everything. And then it all goes downhill from there. But if you keep it going, yeah. that's all good. That's all some people want to be, though. Some people just want to be a wife or a husband. And if you're good at it, good for you. Because there's a lot of people who are <laughs> yeah, out there who aren't not so good at it. Well, who are not good at it. Yeah. I didn't realize, until I had this like second wave of dating, I didn't realize how many dudes... And I know it's just stupid and whatever. It's such a like a uh, stereotype. But I didn't realize how many guys were like, "No, I just I want to be a husband and go to work and be a dad." Yeah, that's not a like, thing. That's yes, it is. No, they're lying. Why? It's a pickup line. It was a turnoff. What do I say, Bill? There's not a man alive who wants children. Yeah, and I disagree with you. On I know that. you do, but I'm still right. But I, I, I went out with not. like several guys that were like, "This is what I want to do." You know, I have a good job. I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to settle down. I'd be like, "Hey, that's not really my thing." And then, sure enough, like six months later, I'd see them engaged on Instagram. Like that happened twice in the couple years I was single. Yeah, because they're just looking for a wife. I, and I'm saying I didn't realize that that was the thing. That I thought you you have in your mind that guys are like oh wild dating forever and there are some guys that are like no I'd like to be a dad and yeah, I already it, have a house it's because they're not going to lay that much you think you yes. don't think that some guys just want to be a family guy what guy who's getting laid by a different chick every night of the week wants to get settled down get tired of running around what, what's you what, want to find love what, find love these guys in these bands like what you think Motley Crue were looking for wives I mean, I they get married exactly and they like two. talking about Motley yeah, no but Cleveland Ohio it doesn't but doesn't matter the biological imperative is the same when I say no man wants children the biological imperative is to impregnate women so therefore not you're to, wrong huh. No, want and the biological imperative are two different things. Cavemen mm-hmm. weren't like banging everything that moved because they're like, I want Feels giant good. brood of yeah. children. Yeah, but yeah, you no. want progeny and you want that. Right, but you don't care. Back in the day, you didn't care what happened to them after. There's plenty of people that still don't. That's my point. But it doesn't mean they don't want the kids to exist. See, the good old days were when... Uh, <laughs> Say it. I'm You're already out. in it. You're already in it. No, no, because I've said this to my wife. When I come home at night, right... My daughter's like, ah, nah, 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 right? So then I'm on dad time, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But back in the day, what happened? You'd come home, Leave and the wife would alone. go, your dad's had a long day, so give him some He's at work all day long, right? Mm-hmm. I love playing with my kids, so it's not a thing. But it's like, boy, when guys in the 50s, and they were coming home, honey, I'll be in the study. Bring me a drink. One of those, right? That's Man, ideal? That's the life! <laughs> Are you kidding me? But what I'm saying that is the life. That not I, I think and that some that's, people still live that way. I think that that's changing. I think that there's more and more men in these. Oh, it newer, has changed in these newer generations that are like, no, I really, I would like to be a father. I'd like to be present. I'd like to be a stay at home dad. Because they see how their dad was. Right, yeah. I, but I think it's also more acceptable to take your time to get to that point yeah. too, where you can say like, okay, now it. 35, I'm ready for that. Yeah. Like, I had my years of, you know, hoeing around, as Pound Cake would say, <laughs> and now I'm ready to Stop settle down. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, but it was more, like, the the common thing was to do that at a much younger... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Younger age. Years and years ago. Yeah. Honey, when I met you, I knew that my days of thotting and bopping were over. <laughs> Alan, I've been divorced for a year and a half. I'm already tired of having emotionless sex. Yeah, some guys, they like... It gets old. They And it doesn't get old. They like the ritual of being <laughs> married. There's guys I've known who they can't... They get divorced because they're tired of her. But they are immediately looking to get married again. So it's not like they're looking to find the love of their life. They're just like, I like being married. Every guy thinks it's going to be greater on the other side. And then they end up divorced and they go, well, this sucks. I want to get married again. (laughs) You know, know. it's like, wait, you didn't know. Right. You don't. I mean, you you get it. But you're like, wait, you didn't think that's what it was going to be? Sitting in a divorce apartment? Yeah. Sitting on, you know, U-Haul boxes? Big chair. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. (laughs) With a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah. But then a few years later, you end up with a nice condo with a pool that you can use through your Four days a year, and uh, then you also four have four days a year, <laughs> and then you also uh, you, ha- you you got a pop a shot, and you're setting records, and you're having a good time, and you're thinking about getting a pool table, and it's just a nice life. See, look at this, yeah. right? He's doing fine, but you're like, on the other like, you're on the other side of it. Yeah, you haven't been a single guy the whole time. You did the husband dad thing. right. That's what I'm saying. You're on the other side of it. Yeah, some guys they want to get out of that. So they get out of it, and then they go, well, I kind of like being there. Uh. Like, yeah, because you were in a situation where somebody was probably dealing with your hand and foot, and she woke up one day and got wise. Yeah. And you turned it into, I, wanna, I don't want to do this anymore. I wouldn't mind having a butler or a maid. I don't need anyone butling around my house, right? I don't to need, do what? I don't need butling to be done. And you don't have carpets. Like, what do, what do you need them to do? What would a butler or maid do for you? I don't know. It probably wouldn't be like a full-time thing. But, you use, you know. like, what, probably three dishes a week? Sometimes so more. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what By the way, do you only do? need a butler if you have carpet? It's a vacuum. I guess you could sweep. <laughs> they could sweep the hardwood floor. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's not like you have If a... I get this pool table, it'd be nice to have someone to play against. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess it's just a weird thing for, like, if I had... I would never pay someone to clean my apartment because it's a small place and I don't. I'm one person. Oh, I do have I do have a house cleaner. They come once a month because I don't like doing it. Well, then what's the issue? You already have sometimes sometimes I I want to drink and I don't want to get up. (laughs) Get one of them grabbers. (laughs) Get that robot butler like Arthur had. Drink out of the bottle like an adult. (laughs) We got to slip things down a little bit. (laughs) Can't get to the uh, drinking straight from the bottle phase yet. Master Squire, is there anything more I can do for you before I leave for the evening? Yeah, you go get me a drink. Mm. All right, is there anything else? Mm. Any chips in there? Or You know what? Sweep the floor. Well, I get yeah, my do my grocery with. shopping. Do my grocery do the shopping. And There's yeah, apps that do that. You know that, right? Stuff. You can know, have your groceries know, delivered but, to your home. But then also have them, you know, you, you create a bond with them. I was going to say. You want a friend. <laughs> he <laughs> wants someone to play Papa Shot with. I already but, have that. My girlfriend and I play. Do you need a friend, Bill? I thought you just said it'd be nice to play pop. Oh, pool. Pool, yeah. Well, why didn't your girlfriend play pool with you? Well, I haven't got a table yet, oh. so I'm sure she will. You want to do it on the floor? <laughs> Set up some sticks and a makeshift floor pool table? Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Rachel. How are you? Hi, Rachel. What's up? 
Hey, I'm Donna Medina. Um, you know, so my husband and I just had this conversation about um, being married and, like, a reason to get married. We were watching the Browns game, and all these guys on the field, and, you know, a lot of them are married. And I said to him, you know, is that maybe somebody's goal to, like, hey, I want to be the wife of a football player, and that's yes. my goal. Yeah, Jersey Chasers. Yes. Like, and it just, uh, it kind of befuddled me, because maybe, because I'm not built that way. But to hear that's, like, people's plan of action, yep. it's They're amazing. Not just somebody that they've been with since high school, like LeBron and his wife. That, you know, they've got their, they've been together forever. But you know, other people who, you know, a lot of other people who don't have that situation. and that's they, their life it, goal. They start to get their fame and... You know, or the women who are just, or the opposite sex, or what, or the same sex, or whatever. Oh, I just want to be the spouse or partner of this player. Yeah, I so, think that, I think that there. I mean, you can call them gold diggers, and, and, that, and that applies. But I think that there's an there's an elemental thing to that too, where you're biologically looking for security, and you're looking for some. You're going to have kids, so you want somebody who can provide for them, and that's one way to get there. I, so cheering, there was usually one or two girls on the squad at any given time that were exactly, oh. no, that were exactly mm-hmm. what she's describing, where they would like, they'd be into the football uh, stats and players for the reasons of like, who's going to get drafted so that I can date them and be an NFL wife. Like they weren't Boy, into the game. Well, you know what I'm saying, but like they were like looking at, they were like looking at prospects, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? As like not necessarily being into the guy. Then they should have gone to a different school than Toledo. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying in general, I knew people at different schools. I had friends who cheered at Ohio State. Yeah. And it would be, they would purposefully go after the star players because they wanted to. Did they end up getting to. a star? Did they get one? Sometimes. Or they would date through college and then break up or whatever, but there were um, but I mean, one. One got like One the... friend of mine that was a cheerleader is married to an NFL player now. She cheered at Ohio State. I don't think he went to us. Oh, wait, of all of your friends, she's the only one that, like, made it to that goal? Yes, but I'm saying it's a com- not. I don't know how common it is, but there it's were more definitely more than one. There are definitely girls who who would do that. They're like, okay, this guy is he's the one with all the promise. He's the one I'm going to go after. Yeah, it's like an '80s uh, it's like an '80s uh, clubhouse movie or whatever that goes like, I want to be with that guy because he's the star football player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to go all the way. Jersey chasers, it's a thing. Yeah, it oh, really yeah. is. What I. Love you, but please don't touch my vagina. Thank you, Rachel. Good luck out there. Have a good one. What's All right. Football? Well, I've already got a good one. What? What's the football player's name? Can you tell us? I don't want to say because he's from the Cleveland area. Can you text it to me? Yeah. Why are you so interested? Because I'm curious. I like, I like football. <laughs> okay. His name is uh, Chris Tuatu Matufala. Yes. Remember that guy? Yeah. I don't know if the, the NFL player I went to high school with uh, is married. I know he's in Indiana now. Or maybe he's a free agent. I don't remember. A free I agent? Telling us he was on the Colts for a bit. I don't know if he's still yeah. on them. Johnny Unitas? Mm, yes. No. But that's the difference between groupies and jersey chasers. Because groupies, they're just, they'll do anybody. They, they're just impressed with the fame. Jersey chasers, these bitches are looking for an opportunity. And they'll yeah. lie to you. They'll say whatever you need. Alan, I've been with my girl for 18 years. I got real quiet during Mary's set this Sunday night. I wonder why. I mean, I talk about breakups and stuff. No, you're talking about people that were like high school sweethearts. Oh, that might be it. Yeah, I made fun of people. Well, no, I didn't make fun of them. I said, I don't care how you're in love, but if you've been married for 20 years, you don't get to give out dating advice Mm. because you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 
Good job. You were smart enough to turn on the Alan Cox Show. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so smart. Even though your smart device could have done it for you, you'll get there. Just tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. One six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us. We're eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven three five one nine two. Want to text me? AlanCoxRow dot com for all the other stuff. Hello, who's this? This is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. What's going on? So, just listening to you guys talking and talking about the cheerleaders that wanted to marry the football players. So, I'm a nurse, been a nurse for a long time, and when I was in school, I remember there were girls in my classes who sometimes we had classes in this nursing building that was on a different part of campus, and they'd show up in their sweatpants and ponytails, you know, no makeup on their face. And if we had lectures and classes over where the med students were, they would come dressed, (laughs) Sure. Mm -hmm. painfully obvious. But one day we were sitting in class. And they were doing the whole go around the room and tell everybody why you want to be a nurse. Legitimately, more than one girl in my class said, I'm just here for my MRS degree. Sure, that's I the old line. Work. My MRS degree. <laughs> Which I, I never knew what that stood for, Bill. I mean, it's Masters of Repeating, I don't know. <laughs> masters of, of Random Science. There it is. Random Sciences. Mm-hmm. Right. Random Sciences. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's what we're going with. But I just thought, oh, my God. Great ass! Openly admitting it. Sure. Well, why beat around the bush, as it were? (laughs) If you're a feminist, then you have to say, good for them. Good for them. They know what they want, and they're taking it. Thank you, Rebecca. Right. They're going for it. Right. Thank you. Wait. So if a man marries a woman is he a gold digger? She she is not one of them. Mm -hmm. What, pound cake? If a man marries a woman for money, like, what do you call him? Same thing. He's still a gold digger, yeah. yeah. Must be a kept man. But is he, uh, he's not a feminist. What is he? Is he an alpha male? I don't know that alpha male applies in that. No, I think that he is. I'm not saying that they are feminists. I'm saying that if you are a feminist, you have to be like, hey, that's part of the spectrum of people, you know, some some want to be a kept woman that are just out there to get a a husband (laughs) to take care of them. And then there's others that they want to, you know, do their own thing and be an independent person. That's MRS degree. Yeah. I've never heard of that I before. I can't believe you've never heard of that. That's old timey. You don't hear it too much anymore. By the way, a lot of people pointing out that Kareem Hunt went to the University of Toledo. If Mary had played her cards better, she could have been getting the crap kicked out of her by him, Bill. I don't think we were there at the same time. No. Well, aren't. that's on you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm old. Ah, uh, uh, right. I never uh I never really dated um athletes. They were very well okay. Yeah, not enough Blanket. fat gingers. Not enough yeah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember why my wife went to the uh, Indiana University with Antoine Randall L. She was friends with him. <clears throat> Just to give him rides home. And I was like, Oh, you know, I give her a hard time. She's like, No, please. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost. lost. Step one. Um Huh? I, I think the petition has something to do with it. <laughs> oh, you think so? Yes. All right. Well, there was an update on the right. petition that said that they think that uh, the petition helped. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, they lost. By the way, uh, Terry the Goat, one up, one down on Monday Night Football, because she did pick Washington to beat the Steelers, but she also picked the 49ers to beat the Bills, and that did not happen. So she has tonight's game, which is Cowboys-Ravens, uh, but even if she nails that, that's going to put her at five and six. So Terry did not have a great week this week. Uh, but the Steelers uh, got their first loss. I got some email from some of our Pittsburgh listeners who were lamenting that fact. But it had to happen. Mm-hmm. Eventually. So they're and 11 and 1. It's probably going to keep happening. Well, if Jumanji has anything to say about it. We might not even need Jumanji. Steelers might be their own worst enemy all along. <laughs> the keys to their defeat were inside them the whole time. That's right. They got beat by a team with no name. <laughs> right. Also in sports, a Major League Baseball umpire has been revealed as a perv. A guy named Brian Onora is one of over a dozen people that were snatched up in a sex sting operation. This is... uh Liberty Township, which is quite a hoity-toity suburb of Cincinnati. Fourteen guys were implicated in a sting operation, and Major League Baseball umpire Brian Onora was charged with soliciting and possessing criminal tools. Was that like a saw, like a like a saw and a cake to get out of prison, or <laughs> like a bunch of different keys you know, to open a, a lock? Criminal tool. Criminal tool. I imagine, yeah, it's like a crowbar, but there's also like a mask that goes over your eyes, like you're <laughs> a, a cat burglar. A glass cutter. Yeah. Yep. A Just new- a circle. A newspaper with eye holes cut out of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. A fern that you can hide behind. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. He's been an MLB umpire since 2000. He worked the 2012 World Series. He's covered a bunch of all-star games, and now he's been outed as a perv. I shouldn't. But what say, does that mean? I shouldn't say perv. He's trying to get some tail. He was trying. Aren't to they all trying to get tail? He's trying to solicit a prostitute online. Oh, that's it. I thought he was going to be like. I thought this was like a kid thing. Yeah, a kid thing. Yeah, not, that, not a kid. No, he just. I didn't say kid. He just got to pay for it because nobody wants to bang an umpire. Hey, go to Vegas or go out of the country. There's. You still got to pay for it. Europe. Yes, he... it's legal over there. Or just follow the <laughs> steps that. Or maybe just go on. Except it's always a cop. You know what I mean, it's uh, always a cop. It's always a cop. There's so many people that do this that don't get caught. That is true. Man. So, Pancake, your did. thought is that this guy should have paid to travel to go overseas, which I think is very much frowned upon. Right? It's very difficult. Yeah, I difficult, have... expensive. He's in the off season. I have friends that are hoes. And they travel. Yeah, but he, he's not the hoe. And where do they travel? He's paying, pay for them to travel. Where do they travel? They travel along with their dude or whatever. Well, I, I think, think this guy like, was probably just trying to get like some hotel. Hey, meet me at the at the mm-hmm. Days Inn. Yeah. 
I don't think he's trying to get the girlfriend experience here. He tried to get laid, and you could say that he made a bad call. (laughs) I mean, you could say that. Or maybe even that he struck out. (laughs) Well, he was there with a friend, and there were four balls. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even get to first base. Uh, four balls. <laughs> she left when she saw the pop fly. Right. <laughs> or he didn't bring a friend and there were four balls. <laughs> you don't want that either. You want to know what you're paying for. You want to know what you're getting. But I think that he was the most high profile of the people that were uh, caught up in this thing. He, who was the guy that used to coach the Jets that fat that his wife likes foot stuff? Is it Rex, uh, Rex Ryan? Ryan yes. Yeah, this guy looks like Rex, Rex he Ryan. He likes foot stuff. Oh, he does. And he was like commenting on his wife's feet in a video that leaked online. Again, one of those things where it's like, hey, that's what you like to do. That's fine. Sure. It's not her. It's, it's his wife. It's her feet. They seem to be into it. Everybody's giving him a hard time over that, but it's like, let the guy enjoy some toes. Well, and the thing is, too, is that when they grab these dudes for, like, trying to grab hookers, uh, if you get charged with human trafficking. So I, I don't know if the laws have changed. Yeah. I, I don't know if the laws have changed or if the uh, we're just more aware of it now or they're kind of making that just more known. So what was the criminal tool? He had, like, a, Probably a wiener. card that he was going to give her or something? <laughs> I don't know. How do you have a criminal tool when you're trying to get some? Face mask? I don't know. Man, that's messed up. Charge of soliciting and possessing criminal tools. These working girls, they're just trying to make a living. Gotta feed their kids. Well, you don't know so if they, they have kids. On their they could also be Russian girls who just got out of a storage container, too, which is they why they charge be, but them. They might not be. That's why they charge them with human trafficking. Could be good old American MAGA. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Made right here in the USA. It's perfectly good. I see. America first. Well, they're trying to deter people seeking to purchase sex because that reduces the demand for human trafficking. Uh, it's not like they're sending girls over in shipping containers to be maids. They're sending them over to be hookers. So it's all part of human trafficking now. Back in the day, they were probably like, yeah, you know what? Pre-internet. You your life destroyed off of that. Bill, have you checked a felony? Have you checked any shipping containers for someone to pour your drinks? <laughs> well, I don't looking, want. To, I don't want a human traffic. Well, they're looking to be maids. He said. That's why they're. <laughs> he said they're not. <laughs> he said they're not looking. Oh, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Oh, I think I'm the sorry. girls would be happy to be maids. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what they're trafficked for. Uh, that ump is from Youngstown, not Cincinnati. Well, the sting happened outside Cincinnati. I don't. I don't know where the guy's from. The criminal tool oh, in these cases is the computer. Uh, oh, my goodness. There you go. Using a computer to solicit sex makes it a criminal tool. But isn't that what Grinder is? Or Tinder? But you're not paying for the sex on Grindr. Also, it's that's a, a consensual hookup. That's a phone. I mean, usually. you say that, but pound cake, there's got to be people on there charging, right? Dinner? No, people report that stuff. Or, like, Grindr has to crack down on that, because I think they'll get in trouble. Yeah, and same with, like, Tinder uh, and stuff like that. Like, any any girl that goes on to Tinder and tries to, like, promote their OnlyFans or anything like that, they're kicked off, like, banned immediately. I saw MasterCard was investigating Pornhub for, like, child 
porn abuse or something. Like, when did credit card companies become law enforcement? They're like, we're opening up an investigation against Pornhub. Because well, like, they don't want, when you call they the don't FBI? want their name tied to that stuff. No, but when you call yeah. the FBI? I mean, what, Well, they what? own the FBI anyway. Nah. So. <laughs> They're just cutting out the middleman. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all these yeah, as to uh, investigate criminals in the political ranks, they can't be bothered by the Pornhub stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, none of these credit card companies obviously want to be involved with. Uh, gee, who'd have thunk there'd be hinky things going on porn sites with respect to payments? Especially when you weird can upload whatever what content you, pay you for want on Pornhub. You pay for premium access to things, and that might involve, according to these people, videos of kids. But how do you... Doesn't the site screen that stuff? Well, the site would, but if there are people on there who hit you up and go, Hey, bro, I got a private video or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. if you use Pornhub as your conduit for that, then that still makes them liable for whatever's going on there. Pornhub can't go down. They need to get their stuff together. I, I, I have nothing left. Because I think PayPal you can't use anymore on porn sites, or Pornhub at least. They've suspended that whole thing. So now they're calling on credit card companies. Yeah, Poundcake is, man, he's at the water's edge here, right? Mm-hmm. This has been a very difficult uh, quarantine for him. He's got nothing left to hear him February. say. I remember when I was going celibate because I wanted to. And I was like, four months, like that, that's my big achievement, you know? Praise remember, when you were, remember when you were being all cute, pretending to be like born again and all that? I'm really born again, and I'm in a dry <laughs> desert 40 days and 40 nights. He's re-virginized. It's been more longer than 40 days and 40 nights. Who's this? Hello. Hello? Hi, who's this? Hey, it's Matt from Cleveland. How you doing, Alan? Matt, what's going on? Not that much. You know, I, I was, uh, I'm pretty sure that the, that Alpha got charged with criminal tools. It's his computer. Because if you use it illegally, it's, it, it becomes a criminal tool. If you download that illegal a, uh, app for to solicit a prostitute, it's like to say, for instance, if you got a bag of weed in your car and you have a digital scale in your trunk to like to weigh your protein shake or something, it could be charged as a criminal tool because you have the bag of weed. You know, so if you're uh-huh. doing an illegal act and you, I, may, 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 they charge you with intent to distribute. Well, they would give you an also an additional charge of criminal tools on top of it. And you'd go, Your Honor, this is just to measure out my protein shakes. I didn't, exactly. I didn't use it for illicit substances. It's for my well, creatine. Actually, could they also... Exactly. Could they... More likely, more likely that'll get dropped, but he's still going to get hit for the uh, prostitution. Yeah. You know, the solicitation. Could they do that with anything, but, though? Like, could they be like, Oh, your car's a criminal tool because you're using it to get to the crime. I, I don't know, like 20 years ago, uh, I got the weed and the scale thing. But I, wasn't <laughs> okay. I was going to say, he's clearly talking from experience. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't drinking a protein shake. That's why if you're going to solicit a hooker, always take the bus. Always take public exactly. transportation, because then they can't nail you for your car being a criminal tool. And, and set the, it up at the library. There using you go. Leave the scale at home. Gonna say, I was just going to say that. Hey, guys, listen, I'm in traffic. i got to go. Good All time. right. Thank you, Matt. Hello, who's this? His hand is like a criminal tool. Who's this? Hello. Hey, Alan, it's Chris. Hey, man. Hey, hey uh, two observations. The first is, who even needs to pay for premium service with all the free... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Porn on the internet. That's what I say. Bill pays. I d- I'm like, nah, I have my subscription's over, so I'm done with that. But you did, now. though. I did for, yeah. yeah and you defended I don't. it. You were like, it's way better. No commercial. Well, no, no. Ads, you can, you can do whatever you want. It's just for me. Like, and who I, needs I to like pay the for I like the longer it? videos, and, you know, I, I got my fill, and I'm done. You get the special features. <laughs> I saw all the, I saw all the porn. I'm good. There. I don't want to be there longer. That's the same with me. He he likes the behind-the-scenes footage and everything. He's really into yeah, some Q&A. That's too much dedication. Way too much dedication. Hey, I'm dedicated to my art. His money. The second I am Dr. Penis. Go ahead. I think after quarantine, can we leave Cody on his satellite feed or whatever just a little bit longer? Because it's so funny when he chimes in, but he's not like... All the way on the mic, so you like faintly hear him. <laughs> That's not my fault. I have a headset on. He's uh, yeah, he's in his bedroom, like the Beach Boys song. It's just I don't know. I get a good kick out of it, like when he just fades off a little bit. You hear him like just so faint in the distance with his comments. It's like Tiny Pound Cake is back. <laughs> nah, I don't like it. Right. Okay. okay guys, thank you, Chris. I appreciate have it, pal. Thank you. You guys ever heard this song before? No. Oh, it's pretty good. It's very chill. It's a brand new song, Bill. You know, with all the bad stuff we were talking about, attending to December the 8th, 40th anniversary of John Lennon's death. I know some people like to say assassination. I don't care for that so much. I think you should reserve that for heads of state. Anytime somebody gets, uh, anytime somebody popular gets killed, Tupac was assassinated. No, he got killed with a gun. Um, Chuck Yeager died. Dimebag Daryl, 16 years ago. But also, December the 8th, 1989. This song became the number one song in the United States of America. Billy Joel's... I forget what it's called, but it's a really popular song. Space Monkey Mafia is uh, the high point of that song, yes. Baby Mare was two weeks old, rocking in the crib. Two weeks old, look at you. Little butt wiggles. Yup. Were your parents singing this to you as they rocked you? I think so. Was this on the mobile that was over here? Yeah. December 8th, 1989. Boy, very exciting. For Billy Joel. We had just moved to Medina. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A few months earlier, that summer, we moved to Medina. I can't believe somebody hasn't done a 2020 version of this, namely Billy Joel. This guy would have a number one hit on his hands again if he did this, if he did We Didn't Start the Fire 2020. We did that earlier, way early in quarantine. Yes, we did. We did that, and then there was another, there's somebody that put out like a song that was just like up till March or April, and it it was a parody song. Yeah. Because they were like, this will be over by June. Mm-hmm. Let's get the parody song out of the band. <sighs> when people say radio is dead, we disagree. But it does explain the smell. The Alan Cox Show is on 100.7 WNMS.
cardboard down, boy. Did you ever have a breakdancing phase, William? You were a kid? You know, I gave it a shot. I had some friends that were very into it. I had one friend that was like a full-blown B-boy. And uh, he did it for like the His talent show and to stuff the like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just, I, I didn't have the coordination or skill or uh, desire to keep trying. So. Well, I was reading that breakdancing is now an Olympic sport. And I guess that I, I thought that it had been. I thought that we had made fun of this before. Uh, it'll debut at the 2024 Summer Games in Paris. It will also debut sports like climbing. Skate- climbing what? Up. <laughs> like climbing stairs sure, or trees yes. or probably rock. This is going to be his fourth flight of stairs. He's going Climb for the rock gold. charts. Uh, skateboarding and surfing will debut next summer in Tokyo. And they're trying to, of course, attract younger people to the Olympics. Man, this ain't your grandpa's Olympics. But people don't really watch those sports either. <clears throat> I mean, they'll participate. The Olympics but. suck. <laughs> they're not fun. Oh, they're so hot, though. Who cares? All the athletes. Huh? I want to be... You know how we used to do Drunk West Six Girls? Yes. And I'd, I'd like, like to again some. for the Olympics, and you just send me to the Olympic Village, and i just interview people. And what would you say to them? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think that far, but like, I just want well, to give us a little one time. Girl, yeah. He didn't think as far as step one mm-hmm. is what he's saying. And step one right. was getting there. Ah, uh, he, he, he didn't yeah. think as far as step two. But he he's not into this for the content that he would create. He's in it for a free trip. To I'm the aware. Olympics so he can. Well, I want the content, yeah. not content. I'm aware. Right. <laughs> right. Improving the show is not his top priority. Right. He wants to go and get some tail. Or be the tail. He like is leaving their hotel room. The next, like, ah, oh, damn. Uh, what do you eat? Like, he's just trying to <laughs> say something with any, dumb. Any question? That they, oh, that guy ate carrots, mm-hmm. and he runs. Like when Donnie tried to fake drunk West Six girls in mm-hmm. like his bedroom because he got too hammered or whatever. It was like, I'm like, why does this sound? It was like in a, you know, I think it was in the bathroom here. I no, think okay, he was, well, or like it was at the. No, he's talking to girls, but it was like in a. It was like in a. But he was like, yeah, he was in a. Not he was inside. Yes, because drunk West six girls is supposed to be out on the street. Right, you can hear the echoes and stuff. I would very much like to bring that back one of these days. Last Once time I did it, I almost over. got jumped. That's why I would like to go back doing it. But by a bunch of white chicks, I asked them something about. You wrote down one of the questions <laughs> about after someone just got shot, like it was a black man. I was like, "How do you feel about the f- shooting and such and such?" And the girl was like. Are you kidding me? Are you calling her a racist? Is that what you're doing right yes, now? Yes, it was no, great. Let's go. That was great. That's what I wanted. Without her mace. Yes, I, I wanted like, you okay, to get I'm maced. Black. I'm black. Why did you get it maced? I'm black. I'm black. And how did okay. they respond to I'm black? I, I'm sure that they could look at you and tell you were black, <laughs> but they still got upset at your question. I told her, I said like, this could be an international event. I was like, there's cameras all over the place. You don't want to do this. And she was like, you're right, Bernice. And then, so... What? There was a girl named Bernice? Cody is Bernice. The girl that was about to make me was good. I was going to say, no wonder he was scared. There was a girl named Bernice. You don't really meet a Bernice that often unless it's a mountain dog. Well, rest assured, Pound Cake, once the sickness is over, you're going back (laughs) out to do Drunk with Six Girls. I will have to. Huh? I will if I have to. (laughs) Yeah, you have to. I have to. I wish I had. I wonder if I have any old. I bet I don't. 
Any old Drunk West Six Girls questions in here? From me or for other interns? No, it's, 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 um, no, it would probably, I don't think it would be from you. I feel like I had some old I did ones. it twice. Did you? I did it once as an intern and then once, like, my official year on the show. Hmm. And I never did it again after that. Okay. No. I don't see any in here. Anyway, it's a moot point. They're putting breakdancing in the Olympics. So it's going to be like uh, Breaking 2, all the, uh, Electric Boogaloo. Remember Reckless Rivalry Combat? Ever that old, corny, iced tea music from Breaking 2? No. Ice T, how did this guy ever get a rep for being hard? Coming out of this. I think people weren't that aware of this. That's probably why. Ice T and Chris the Glove Taylor. I don't know if Ice T was in Breaking Two. I never saw Breaking One or Two. It's about breakdancing. Huh? It's about breakdancing. It's about just breaking things. Oh. Yeah. So whatever. They didn't use that song. That break stuff song. What? This is a long time before that. Ah. Yeah, so there's... about rage rooms. <laughs> there's some iced tea for you. So, yeah, break dancing in 2024. Uh, competitive break dancing. Got uh, voted in unanimously. Hey, listen, you've got to be um, uh, athletic in the broadest sense to be doing uh, yeah. something like break dancing, right? Yeah, it's a... It's... You know, it's a very just, athletic event and takes coordination, so I, I get it, but I think there's other things. Uh, why not pop a shot? Why is it pop a shot in the Olympics, Olympic Committee? I guess I just don't understand why. Yeah, basketball's I, in there, but I don't play basketball. <laughs> I play pop a shot. Pop a shot. I uh, guess I didn't realize that there were still people actively breakdancing, mm-hmm. and that this they thought this would appeal to younger viewers. I mean, I guess everything old is new again, so everything is cyclical and it comes back. What they should have done, if they really wanted to get the younger generation into it, is not put in break dancing, but put in TikTok dancing. Oh. Doing the TikTok dances is what you're going to get, where you're going to get the interest from the younger generation, because uh, this TikTok thing is here to stay. It seems like here to stay. You think yeah, so? I think so. Never going away. This TikTok. Because that whole ban that the Trump administration had proposed, because they were being mean to him. Yeah. That kind of went nowhere. It was like a smoke ring. They're right. like, yeah, no. You're not gonna they do. had massive boners for banning TikTok to protect national security from China because they're very, very into protecting the country. All the MAGA people are like, oh, you're just going to give your information to China? You're okay with an app that just shares your information with China? It's like, you mean every app? Is that what you're referring to? You mean to? like the phone that's in your pocket? <laughs> Excuse me, have you ever used an ATM card, sir? It's already out there, I assure you. Sorry. You and know, we're I'm, taught to share as children. That's so right. I don't know why all of a sudden we're not supposed to start. We're, we're, we're going to stop sharing. As a child, they're like, hey, you need to learn to share. You take what's good for you, and then you share the rest with people around you. That's all we're doing, just taking what's good for us and then sharing it with China. Everything I need to know, I learned in kindergarten. Be a good sharer. No, we were talking yesterday about this. Reminded me we were talking about the Olympics. Talking yesterday about how Fort Lauderdale, Florida, was uh, deemed the least safe 
city in the country based on a variety of metrics. And I simply can't figure out how that is because they had the International Swimming Hall of Fame there. Hmm. How rough could a city be if it was good enough for the International Swimming Hall of Fame? I mean, think of the, you've got Mar- Michael Phelps. He liked drugs. You've got Mark Spitz. Hold on. Follow the chain. Michael Phelps smoked weed, right? He was also a swimmer. Swimming museum in Fort Lauderdale. Weed in Fort Lauderdale. Fart Lauderdale. <laughs> Fart Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale has weed in it. Uh-huh. Also, we need to do drugs there. But I mean, oh, what? In a, boy, I'll tell you what. When travel becomes a more recommended thing, if you're looking for a place to take the kids, the International Swimming Hall of Fame, all of the well-known wet Athletes we've had between Michael Phelps and Mark Spitz and um, and uh, he doesn't really swim. He just no, he around. lives under the sea. Yeah. Free Willy in a mango. Willy? Uh, uh, what? The, uh, what? What does he live in? He lives in a mango under the no, sea. No, 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 you no, know no, the no, song. No. Who? He lives no. in a mango down there. Everybody knows the song. It is a mango and it is wet. It's all wet. Yeah. Okay, now I remember. Right. But uh, listen, I, again, I don't know how a city that uh, is good enough for the International Swimming Hall of Fame could be that dangerous. We were, ta- we were reading a thing last week. We found a um, reasons to commit women, right? Or, or reasons to put people into an insane asylum. And it was basically a thinly veiled list of things that women would do wrong that would get you to put them into... Husband insane- left them. Yes, no. husband left them. Yes. <laughs> the hysteria caught them or whatever. And I came across a, a an 18th century brothel guide. Oh, yes. And all it did, in addition to making me chuckle was it also bummed me out because people were so much more um, literate back then. And I know there were still uh, swaths of the country that weren't that well-read or whatever. Well, there's just a lot the, of people that couldn't even read at all. Right, but the, but the written word was just created for people who were very erudite, right? Even descripting, uh, describing brothels in New York... Mm-hmm. in the mid-1800s was written like the most uh, amazing thing you'd ever read. Now, do you think this is going to make people think you are more pretentious or less pretentious? All I'm saying is I wish that I had access to hookers in the 1800s. Does that make me more or less pretentious? There were no criminal well, tools back then. The fact that you... <laughs> yeah, no computers. <laughs> uh, the reason that you want access to the hookers back then is because of the Menus. erudite language and the menu. <laughs> that leads me to believe that uh, people will still consider you pretentious. Well, that's on them, not on me. The establishment at Nor- uh, number 66 West Houston Street is conducted by the fun-loving Mrs. Emma Marsh, whose stock of good humor is inexhaustible. She has six lady boarders. See, they didn't call them hookers or whores. Lady boarders. Who do credit to her taste and receive the encomiums of the most fastidious admirers of feminine loveliness. That's how they described hookers in the mid-1800s in the gentleman's directory to New York City brothels, of which there were many. 
The next house, number 68, is kept by Mrs. Clark and is well-conducted. See, all of these, all the madams were married. Did they find their men to be fastidious? <laughs> I'm sure they did. It is a first-class house with eight lady boarders. The bewitching smiles of the fairy-like creatures who devote themselves to the services of Cupid are unrivaled by any of the fine ladies who walk Broadway in silks and satins new. Man, this is great. I wonder if any of these are still there. You know, so many things have closed down in New York City because of COVID. I wonder if any of the brothels from the 1800s have been able to survive of course they are. the coronavirus. They have to be. And I wonder mm-hmm. if any of the original women are still there. Any of the original <laughs> late... 200-year-old ladies. <laughs> any of the... Is that how the math works out? Any of the original yeah, lady boarders are still there. Depends on what part of the 18th century they were born in. <laughs> That's right. 1870 is like a Zagat's for Beav. I'd like to imagine you trying to, like, sexy text Gwen like this. <laughs> Please come down in your silk and satin dressing I'll gown. I'll tell you what, uh, <laughs> if you're ready to receive my encomiums of fastidious admiration, I shall be here for you. They reviewed a hundred brothels around the city. And they also include advertisements for things like condoms, which they called French imported male safes. <laughs> a male safe. A male safe. Oh, huh, mm. lock it up. Not fail safe, but a male safe. But I love those old timey flowery descriptions. Those are great. The gentleman's directory. Man. <laughs> now, a lot of these places got bad reviews, too. One of them, the landlady and her servants are as sour as her wine. Ooh. You don't want that? No, just listen to how they were described differently, this is not a madam. the of the 1800s. This is the landlady and her servants, not yes. her... Mm. Lady boarders. Woman boarders. That's so, yeah. right. Yeah. Man, that'd be great. Plus, what if they're serving sour wine? What if that's like a thing? They were just ahead of their time. Yeah. Sour beers were popular, you know? Got the IPAs, we got some sours, yeah. we got... A- Got a large menu here. Well, it doesn't sound like in 1870 that that was a positive thing. That doesn't sound like a good review to me. Maybe they were just ahead of their time. Hmm. All right. Ahead of their time and using that as a negative connotation. Yes. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Anyway, I find it um, disconcerting that somebody isn't still publishing brothel guides. They're underground. These were underground, too. That's why they had to do a guide. Wasn't like these guys could go on uh, MapQuest and uh, print up the sheet and, uh, and uh, fold it in four and put it in their uh, visor <laughs> and figure out where to go. The utmost decorum is observed and every facility is furnished to those who call for passing the time in a most agreeable manner. Mm. Hello, man. You have any girls that like passing time in a most agreeable manner? It's like, we got, got ca- my wiener out. We got couches. <laughs> so I got some couches and opium. What do you want? Wait, is, is there more than that? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, in this, if they want to give them a bad review, they said that they were a second-class house. Ooh. Uh, Man. Yeah. That cuts deep. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Can you imagine if you went on Yelp and called the place second-class? They'd be like, wow, thank you. That is the nicest thing anyone said uh, to us. Wow. That's great. We have class? 
I think it'd be fun to go on just random places on Yelp and verbatim give them reviews from the New York City Book of Brothels. You know, I went to this restaurant and the hostess was handsomely dressed and of pleasing manners and ready wit and sparkling eyes. But their lady boarders left something to be desired. I did not feel like I was passing my time agreeably there. Sir, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Pauline Block keeps a noisy and untidy den of assignation, visited only by the lowest class of people. Oh, Ooh, yeah, that's my one. Yeah, like some one. people are going to read that and be like, sold. Yeah, this is the one that's that's I'm I trying to go. go. I'm a low-class person. I want to go to the low-class one. Miss Fanny Fippany <laughs> has six lady boarders, but she is of a very selfish disposition. Oh, and the servants man. are disagreeable. Yeah, I mean, they're hookers, man. In the 1800s, you can't expect that every single one of them is going to be, like, uh, cool in the gang, you know? They're going to be a little sour, like that lady's wine. Huh? They didn't shave or anything down there, did they? I don't know what they did in the 1870s, but probably not. Some people are into that. That's that's not a deal breaker for some people. That's when, like, syphilis would kill you. I was going to say, the syphilis is probably the bigger problem. Yeah, you go blind and mad from it. That's like, you're putting your life on the line. To be a a woman of the night who's described as sour? Come on. That's why you don't want to go to a second-class house. If you're putting your life on the line, if I'm going to get syphilis... Yeah, if you're going to get syphilis, you want to get it from the nice place. From a first-class house. With couches. Hello, who's this? What's going on? Hey, you got to tell Alan, since he's talking about brothels, that there was a brothel within, within the walls of the White House when it first opened. And then there was one opened outside the White House that operated into the 1800s after the White House had opened to the president. Yeah. Look it up. Did they have, I believe you, they have girls coming in and out of it uh, through the back, or was it uh, an open secret? It was It was not a secret. It was, It, it was. Uh, I guess, look it up. It's on the Internet. <laughs> no, it must be true. It's all yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, it must be true because it's on the Internet. Yeah. All right, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Will you tell Alan for him, though? I will not. Mm. Nope, I will keep that uh, nugget of information for myself. He may think me as sour as Mrs. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fippany's wine for that uh, bill. <laughs> a lot of fannies back Fanny, then, too. A lot, yeah. So many fannies. Yeah, so many fannies. Think that name will ever make a comeback? Fanny? Yeah. Is it short for Francesca? I no, think it's I'm short for Fanny. Fanny. I think it's long for fa- Fanepoli, I think is what it is. <laughs> Fanepoli? I think it was short for Fanepoli. Uh, thousands of men were needed when the building commenced on the White House in 1792. And the White House brothel closed once the building was complete. So they built it for the dudes. that They had a brothel for the guys that were building it. The construction the workers. The construction workers. You know, some top-notch hoes. Lunchtime, lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. So, uh, yeah. Whatever. I would like to see the brothel make a comeback. 
something. Because not why with not? Corona. Huh? Not with Corona. Well, not, but I mean, we're going to be, if, listen, if things go even slightly well, we will be ushered into a whole new world, right? Mm-hmm. Some things are gone forever. Some things uh, will remain. Some things haven't even presented themselves to us yet. But you think brothels would make a comeback? I got the idea. What about a digital brothel? Why not? Yes, it's called Pornhub. And they're getting sued. No, <laughs> you take all the movie theaters that have closed and aren't going to reopen and use those as brothels. They already have like separate different rooms. Stadium seating. Those are really big. So you pull out yeah. all the individual seats and just put in them love seats. Yeah, beds, mm. couches, maybe put some, some partitions. Hmm. I went to a strip club and they had bed dances. You laid on the bed? Yeah, I felt gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. But what can you do? Not get one? <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems like the, the obvious answer now. Strippers. What? I said the bed's probably about as used as the strippers, so if you're having the strippers dance on you, might as well lay on the bed. Yeah, well, I did. And it was, I, I was really... You get a ring Not on? into it. No, I didn't get nothing happened, but I also was I was so grossed out out by it that I couldn't even enjoy the dance. Is that what happened to your eye? No, this is <laughs> many, many years ago. From Lake Erie. <laughs> that preceded his eye problems. <laughs> Alan, I'm never not calling it Fart Louder Dale from now on. You are welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm also being told by numerous people that SpongeBob lives in a pineapple under the sea. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Why I who? What? How? Okay. Some wet-ass pineapple. Hmm. I uh, have got to take a break. If uh, you you got to go, yeah? You're going? Yes, yeah, I have okay. a, a virtual college gig. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this goes. University <laughs> of Phoenix. Back to the Alan Cox Show. It's a great pleasure to be back on the air again. Okay, Google. Ask Alexa. Man, you can even ask Bill. I just do it all in my head. Oh. Tell whatever smart device you're back in to play the Alan Cox Show on iHeartRadio. This is pound cake. No idea. Hmm. It's V Day over in the UK. They are starting to hand out the um, Pfizer vaccines in the United Kingdom. A woman named Margaret Keenan is the first person in the world, outside of the trials, obviously, uh, to be given the Pfizer COVID nineteen vaccine. She turns ninety one next week. She says, the best early birthday present ever. Wouldn't that be a coincidence? What if she died after getting... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would okay, guys, that she's would... also 91. Like, nope, 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 we're not taking it. It would definitely be a coincidence. What, what, what do you mean? If she didn't take it? No, if she took it, and immediately, like, a day after she died. Oh, I see. Now, is she dying from <laughs> taking it, or is she dying of a different cause? From taking the vaccine. Because people, they're trying to get people, they're trying to install security in the American people to take the vaccine. And now all we see, install like, all security. these people dropping dead in the UK. Yeah, I, I think it would be weird if she had the vaccine and then the next day, like, 
you know, choked on a crisp or something. Mm-hmm. You know? She had one great vaccinated day there in the UK. Yeah, that's what I think would be funnier. And then people are going to be like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. No matter yep. what would happen, it, it definitely would not uh, install security. <laughs> uh, it was alone. But, huh? <laughs> Leave you alone. I'll leave you alone. Okay, fine. I'll leave you alone. Be just me and Bill then. I'll leave you alone. How about that? Making fun of me. Leave me alone. You said they're trying to install security in the American people. Instill security? There you go. You can install security like here. <laughs> All right. Bam. He never, he's always got a, a, an answer. 56411. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's not very secure if you tell everybody the code. We all know what your code is now. That's not my code. Oh, that was a decoy code. Ah, he's smarter than he sounds. So Margaret Keenan was the first of 800,000 doses that will be dispensed in the coming weeks. They're going to be uh, vaccinating up to 4 million more by the end of the month. And so over in the United Kingdom, uh, they are quite, uh, they're getting quite happy to see some light at the end of the tunnel there. And they're starting with uh, the oldsters, the pensioners is what they call them, I believe, over there. Uh, people who are old. And and so uh, Margaret Keenan got one. CNN had a guy out on the street who just starts talking uh, to an old guy. Cyril Vanier was out in London because this is big, big news. This is world news. Uh, first country to be vaccinated here or to roll out the vaccines. And he starts talking with Martin Kenyon, who is also 91. And he was talking about how he just called up in the morning to see if they were vaccinating. And they said, yes, we are. And he said, could I come in and get one? And they said, yes, you can. (laughs) And he's thrilled now that he will get to see his family in person for Christmas. Which is a very nice thing to have. It is truly a gift for those people. People in the world, how do you feel about it? I don't think I feel about it at all, except that I hope I am not going to have the bloody bug now. <laughs> I don't intend to have it because I've got granddaughters and I want to live a long time to enjoy their lives. Have Have you been able to see them much this year, this past year? No, I'm not late. Not, not hug them. I'm going to for Christmas. Have you told them? Do Do they know? That I've that I've been no, I'm telling them. Going home and tell them now. Nobody knows. You're the first to know. And that, sir, is when you should be able to hug your family and your... your... That's my intention. Yes, I don't intend to have it. Well, there's no point in dying now when I haven't lived this long, is there? <laughs> I don't plan to, anyway. I love it. Yeah, that's great. The that's stiff really upper lip of the Brits, yeah. you know. There's no... Intend to die now after getting the... There's no point in dying now, is there? There's no point in dying now. Nope. Okay, your accent? I love my dog. <laughs> No, no, no. If he were going to do this guy, what would he sound like? There's no point in dying now. <laughs> Why is this so breathy? What There's is no point it? in dying now. No, you went the other way. You went farther away from it. That's colder. You were warmer before. There's no point in dying now. Why are you clipping the words? Short. You heard the guy, I... right? You heard the way he was speaking. Yeah. There's no point in dying now. Hold on. No? There's no point in dying, no. Hold I on. I guess that's more Irish than right? my intention. Yes, I don't intend to have it. Well, there's no point in dying now when I haven't lived this long, is there? 
I don't plan to anyway. I don't plan to anyway. There's like a James Mason kind of vibe there. Some. All right, try it again. I've been dying now since I've done it so long. Much better. That's better. Yeah, that was Warmer, better. yes. Yeah. you got to just relax a little bit. But that's the whole fun, is putting him on the side. I know. No, my favorite part is he goes, oh, I guess that's more Irish. Yeah, yeah like all of a sudden yeah. he's... We were like, oh, yeah, stop doing the Irish accent, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> There's no point in dying now, is there? Poundcake, how are you going to tell the man of a thousand voices what's what? You know I'm the man of a thousand voices. You are? Yes. He doesn't listen to the show, does he? No. That's the problem. Punk doesn't listen to the show. Even when he's on it. Man. I'm listening. <laughs> he's listening. <laughs> then you'd be aware he's of listening the now. fact that Alan is the man of a thousand I'm voices. The man of a thousand voices. Do some. I just did a couple. He just did a British, and then he did, he hey, did an hey, Irish one. Irish. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you got only 998. Well, right. Done other ones Left. on other shows. That's right. Yeah, Bill, you might have uh, stumbled onto something, too. You were saying, I think only half-jokingly last week, that if you told these dummies... This is a few weeks ago. ...that COVID-19 causes erectile dysfunction, maybe then they'll wear a mask, and they're finding out new side effects of COVID-19 all the time, <laughs> and one of them is that it may cause erectile dysfunction. Well, what I said... Was that it would make your smaller. D smaller. Oh, make so, your wiener smaller. And now if you are a grower, not a shower, then this is going to keep your D small. Like you're not, it's but what's not going worse, to work. Though? What, being, having a small D or having like a regular size to large D but, and not being able to work it? I would say a D that doesn't work is a waste. So I would rather have a small D I'll that say. works than a big D that doesn't. Well, I assume that people that piss and moan about not wanting to wear a mask already have some kind of erectile dysfunction. I mean, I've no, seen a lot of these... they have too much testosterone. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Right? I've seen some of these people. They're not in great shape. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have to be mildly overweight to have erectile dysfunction. So maybe they're on to something. But you can also be overweight and have no problem whatsoever, Alan. No. <laughs> Oh, you're right. I I wasn't uh, talking about anybody specifically, Bill. I mean... uh, And neither was I. I I certainly didn't want anyone to to take that personally. Uh, You just mean the royal you, right? People that... Yeah, of course. uh, You know, people's people's, uh, abilities are very different. So, yeah, COVID-19 may cause erectile dysfunction. I guarantee this is just a, a Hail Mary that they... This is what I they, said to they, do. But they this le- is literally what I said to do. They took your advice. They, they, they tweaked it a bit. Mm-hmm. They, this is, they leaked this story or just planted it. So some people go, oh. But I'm telling you, those people already got something wrong down there. But it's one of those things... It already didn't work properly. Where it's because, like, they're, it's a cardiovascular disease, so it's going to mess up your... Veins is that what the cardiovascular system? <laughs> yes, is? it is. So then, yeah, then you're you're not going to be able to get a a good hard boner. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you say it like that? For comedic effect. That was his British accent. Boner. What, Grandma? Boner. What? Boner. Oh, thank you. Why I miss I you. Like that because it's funny to say it like that. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Hmm. He's so much more engaged when Mary leaves, and he has to. He's got to really pay attention. And, like, pay attention. Like, got, I was yeah. paying attention. It's just really hard to get a word in when there's three people and I'm on like a delay. A bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. 
I miss you so much. <laughs> What's happening on the front of recovery? Millions of Americans. Will Great have- pun. The front of recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, we're finding it might cause erectile dysfunction, Frank. Her name's probably not Frank, but you know. <laughs> by the way, I, Frank, I, for, yeah, she's I assume, Francine, but she goes by Frank. Right, Franny or Fanny? Somebody said, "What's Fanny short for?" Fanny was a, a form of Francis, mm. which was a much more popular name in the 1800s. Now I'm curious when Fanny became, but yeah, but because if you were named Fanny. At that particular time in history, there would have been a lot of snickering behind your back. Did you know that in England, since we're on the topic, a fanny is not a butt, but is a vagina? Got it right in the fanny? Mm-hmm. What's a butt? A boot? Uh, a bum. A ball right, a bum. Yeah. Now, but, what's but a-, a fanny, because there's people that say, oh, I got a fanny pack. And there's this comic that I used to work with. He was a British guy. and be like, I was at a... <laughs> amusement park when i first moved here and she's like oh i'll just put it in my fanny and he's like what (laughs) (laughs) meaning fanny pack yes sure but he thought she was gonna put it (laughs) so fanny's vagina over there bum is butt yes what pound cake bag of cigarette fag is cigarette um or a bundle of sticks what um what did they call like a uh you can't call a homeless guy a bum then because that means your butt no any idea what they call like the homeless uh, over there uh, are they called street urchins to a certain age or is that I just don't know. young they're, kids they're not uh, I, I don't know all of it but i guess it'd be they probably don't use hobo that's more of an american <laughs> term right uh Smell like homeless? a hobo's cornhole. Yeah. All right, <laughs> hobo's cornhole. Well, let me <laughs> let me go back to Frank here on uh, erectile dysfunction. Had COVID nineteen before a vaccine is available to them. So, what are we seeing on that medical front? Well, you know, we're learning something new about this virus. It seems not maybe not every day, but it certainly seems like that. And I, I really urge people that you know, look, even if you have a mild infection, we now know that people could have long-term health effects from this virus, neurologic complications. And now, for men who are watching this, there is some um, real concern here that men could have long-term issues of erectile dysfunction from this virus. <laughs> that it causes issues in the vasculature. So this is something that is of real concern. Um, you know, so not just, you know, you, not just that this virus can kill you, but can actually cause long-term, lifelong, potentially complications. I mean, you want to take care of your vasculature. I think we can all agree on that. Absolutely. If, you, if, if you're not paying attention to your vasculature, what are you even doing? My vasculature to be... <laughs> Healthy, hale and hearty. Yeah, especially you know for the growers community. Speaking for the royal you again. Yeah, uh, some of uh, those people. Uh, it, it's like uh, the Grinch's heart. It grows many sizes. Starts like a little tiny thing. It's quite large. <laughs> stink, stank, stunk, as it were. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Uh, Carter. Hi, Carter. What's going on? Oh, uh, didn't know you were going to take my call so fast. Appreciate it. Long-time listener right here. Thank you, sir. Well, pound cake's at home, so we're going, you get straight to Alan. Uh, yeah, I, I pick right up. <laughs> when I can. So don't um, swear and a, turn down your radio. Have, What's going on? <laughs> I have a little bit of advice. Uh, maybe uh, to make pound cake a better listener. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you remember 
first, second, third grade, you're sitting in the uh, elementary school classroom. The class is wild and rowdy, and the teacher's trying to get control of everything, right? I do. So the teacher goes, clap, 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 one, two, three, eyes on me. That's what you got to say to Pound Cake now whenever you want him to really pay attention and, you know, ingrain what you have to say. Yeah, but I don't need him to look at me. I need him to listen to me. I mean, with with kids, you're in the same room, right? So they're like, eyes on me, and the kids are fixated on you. And so the looking and the listening are the same thing. They they barely distinguish between those two senses. <laughs> Pound cake, I take your point. He is very childlike. Uh, so there are some instances in which I think something like that could be valuable. And certainly the next time yeah, I see him in 2021... I'll, I'll make sure. To, maybe I'll I'll dip my toe into that pool. I'll start doing that. I'll go eyes on one, two, three eyes on me. Now I'm going to also have him sit crisscross applesauce when he comes back harder. <laughs> yeah, get a floor studio mat. You can all gather around. That's make right. It a <laughs> That's right. We'll get the carpet squares. We're going to have the carpet squares. We're going to have the parachute that we're all going to get under. It's going to be a whole thing, and it'll be fun. And uh, big changes for the show next year. Okay, thank you, Carter. Oh, anytime. All right. Anytime. Wow, that's a flex. He's like, yeah, anytime, anytime. you want some help. But we don't know how to contact you, Carter. That makes anytime. It difficult. Well, I got to throw up the bat signal on this guy. Yeah. Just every once in a while, I'd be like, let's get Carter to call in and tell us how to get Pound Cake to be better. There you go. Just like the Michael Caine movie. Mm-hmm. Get Carter. Alan or the Sylvester Mel- Stallone. I, was, I thought it was Mel Gibson. Sylvester Stallone. You're Stallone? thinking of Payback. Payback, yes. We had a character named Carter in it. Yeah. Great movie, boy, but you can't find Payback anywhere streaming. He's got a few movies like that, like that and Ransom. Some of his, like my favorite Mel Gibson movies, are not streaming anywhere. Mid-90s Mel was peak yeah. Mel. Yeah, because a while back I was like, God, Payback is a great movie, and I couldn't find it anywhere. It's not like I'm going to buy it on DVD. Just to have it. It is a Screw good Screw that movie. guy. Well, they kept uh, being like, because they kept saying, like, who, for $100,000, you're going to kill this guy? He's like, it's not $100,000, it's $20,000. <laughs> right, like, yeah. $20,000? <laughs> Porter was his yeah. name in there. Porter, that. yeah. that's right. 1800s, Alan. My son. We're the golden age of the Merkin when you were talking about the brothels. Shaving was common to stave off lice. Uh, right. But the gentleman callers preferred grass in the infield. Think about that. So, yeah, they were probably uh, 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 bare as a vicar. But they uh, would, uh, you know, put a little tape on there. I don't know how you affix a merkin. Staples. <laughs> right. Maybe it's I got like a little... I want to go to a brothel for my dirty 30. You what? I want to go to a brothel for my dirty 30. And that's going to be uh, in two years? 2022. 2022 is going to be your dirty 30. It's going to be real dirty. Yeah. Now, where will you go? Will you go out to like the... Huh? Vegas. Vegas. Do they have... They have to have male brothels, right? He doesn't want a male brothel. He wants to to lose it to a lady. Oh, you do? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to lose my virginity. But why wait till you're why wait till you're thirty? Because you need like a landmark just, event, just to make it an event. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a good story. I don't like, know. Cause on I, my 30th I've been birthday, doing dudes. Yeah, all yeah my but, it would be, but it would be a good story anytime. Why do we gotta wait two years for that story? 
because I want a big party. I want everyone to go out there with me, and the only way they would do that is if it was my birthday party. That's so, something you know, we got opportunity. On- that's something we got to figure out how to film too, because <laughs> we're not going to get the full like Story, verbal yeah. transcript from him retelling it. Would you be willing to do that? We won't show anything. I keep looking like he's here. Uh, we won't show anything, <laughs> but uh, we will, you know, get some. We're going to have to chronicle video. it visually, yeah. right? We're gonna we're gonna have to get the okay from the There's establishment outside the door. I don't care. No, 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 no. no in, no, the no. in the we room, we need somebody yeah. who is. We, I'll get you like. Um, you know, I've got one of those laparoscopes or whatever, and I'll, we can slide it under the door and film it that way. That'll come in real handy. So you're right. They wouldn't have to be in the room. I'll just kind of slide that spy cam under the door to well, film can, it. But Yeah, GoPros and stuff like that we can use. Yeah. But I feel like that's something that we would need just to chronicle. Then again, like, I don't want to watch that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I, think, I, 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 think what I we genuinely do is, don't. Is we hire somebody to film it and have them do all the blurring that they need to do. So that we can watch it and just I I no okay. I don't the more uh, I think about I was it gonna say, the less I like it. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, it, it's um. There's that's I maybe just the audio. By twenty twenty two are gonna be really like cheap. Everyone's gonna be looking for you know a good time, and I'm gonna be having my dirty thirty. And I already had this plan. I want to lose my opportunities, so why not go out with the bang? I understand all of that. I'm just saying that we, I feel like we should chronicle it to get an accurate representation of what happened. Because if you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You have a bad time or a weird time. Or the best time you've ever had. Or the best, you're yeah, like, oh, I wasn't gay this whole time. <laughs> he comes out. I know, that's what I'm afraid of. And he's butch pound cake from there on out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I wasted all that time with dudes. Beefcake. I can't believe it. Beefcake. I'll be a vlogger. Hey, guys, I'm here at the cat house, and I'm getting ready to lose my virginity. <laughs> and then he comes out, he's like, oh, my God, that was amazing. You guys, never going to believe this. Hello, who's this? Me, right now? Yeah, what's up? Who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Mandy. Um, yeah, seriously, Pound Cake, you should do that, and people would pay to watch you. I guarantee it. Oh, I'm sure they would. Well, I don't know if I want that quick, film. Quick, like, uncensored. Yeah, you got the fans out here. People would pay to watch it, so you could, you know, it's a win-win situation. I don't want that around forever. Well, no, you would invite people I, I, over to watch it on your television, then you'd send them home so they wouldn't have a copy of it. Okay, especially you, losing my virginity. It could either go real right or real wrong. You, right. You wouldn't unleash that under the world. We'd yeah, have a controlled... Losing virgin, it's such a big fetish. Losing virginity, I mean, that's, that's just hot right there. That's just interesting. So there's already going to be people that want to see it. Put a mask on. I mean, we all know what you look like anyways. I know you don't want it floating around. But, you know, it's going to float around. You're going to be around. 
Well, we would need to we, we would need to show it in a controlled environment. You know, maybe theaters might not have bounced back by then, so we can rent one of these AMC joints, and then just sell tickets. We'll show it. Everybody, can, everyone you know. signs a non-disclosure. Well, hmm. him and the and non-disclosure agreements. Boy, doing a bootleg. People would be taking bootlegs. Of people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. They would be filming on their phone. No, we'd get those bags that Chappelle passes out, and you, you get those yonder bags, and you got to put your phone in there before you get out. Yeah, let like, it get out there. It's yeah, okay, gonna, fine. It's, all it's gonna do is help. His blurry ass is going to be on that screen, 40 feet high. Blurry uh, or furry, because I'll shave for the event. An 80 feet wide, baby. Yeah! All right, thank you, dear. All right. All right. Was she saying her name was Andy? I Okay, I, I, I missed it. it. But I did have my finger Mandy, on the, I think. Mandy. Mandy. Thank you, dear. I, I, I had my finger on the dump button, because I'm like... Oh, this chick sounds like she's going to let one fly. <laughs> she just had that I, vibe to her, you know? I had someone text me and say that they're, uh, they have a plug for us for an escort service in Vegas. So we can set this up. We can make this happen. They got a connection. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah, okay. It's going to happen regardless. So if y'all on board, that's even better because I don't have to feel guilty then. Because I was like, I don't want to have to call off the show and, and you know, go out there and do my debauch. If y'all to, are we're on board with it. Window Nation to sponsor this thing. <laughs> Peeping Toms. Yeah, Cleveland Whiskey. Right. Hey, you guys worried about Peeping Toms? Uh, I'll tell you what. Pull the shades down over your Window Nation windows. By the way, Pound Cake Sex Tape available now. <laughs> a bunch of assholes. Right. Thank you, Grant. Now we come to a very important section. One that everyone dreads or is embarrassed by. Or tries to avoid completely. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us live or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven three five one nine two. Send me a text. AlanCoxShow.com. Got the uh, Instagram hotties up there for you. Got a new episode of the Bill Squire Show. Uh, the latest Pound Take and Pound Take podcasts are there. New uh, updates on that are coming on Thursday. And I'm going to be doing some live Bill Squire shows while we're on break. Not every day, but I'll, I'll post them. And So if uh, people want to subscribe to that, you'll get some live content while we are in best of mode. Solid. Yeah, uh, seven live shows remaining in the year. Our last live show... Uh, will be one week from tomorrow. It'll be the 16th uh, of December. So this week, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Sean. Sean, what's going on? Oh, just real quick. I don't know if you're off the pound cake thing, but first, deflowering. See if you can... Er- <laughs> if you can arrange maybe a court recorder and a sketch artist. <laughs> with, with, like like a, with that tiny, quiet little typewriter yeah. thing that they use, yeah, stenographer or whatever it is. Background, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, somebody said, Poundcake, that this should be your first, um, it should be your first OnlyFans video. That this is how you introduce yourself on OnlyFans uh, to the public Gay beyond... His straight virginity? Beyond, mm-hmm. well, call it what you will. I mean, the... Uh, I'm sure that's not the only video of its kind on online, but uh, you know, to um, uh, to spread yourself in front of uh, people uh, beyond our audience. I don't know. Thank you, Sean. That's a good idea. That's certainly worth uh, taking into account. Yeah, but that stuff always leaks, especially when you put it online. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess yeah. that's a big issue that they're having now, too, as much as OnlyFans has provided a revenue stream for a lot of people. What you'll start to see on OnlyFans is people going, please don't leak this content. Yeah. My content. Please don't repost my content. Obviously, that's been since day one of the Internet. You know, that's been an issue is that content that gets created by one person is shared and posted by someone else. You can screen record and screenshot. Yeah, there's a huge mm-hmm. problem uh, emerging uh, on OnlyFans for stolen photos and videos and um there are whole sites devoted. There's something called Thought Hub. That Thought Hub. Thought Hub. That's basically all leaked content from other places. OnlyFans, uh, TikTok, whatever. TikTok. Or TikTok <laughs> porn. There's a, sub- a, a subreddit called TikTok porn. What's that? Uh-huh. You can um, submit for a thing called DMCA where it gets all your content like right off the internet. Yeah, you can, but there's a lot of hoops to jump through for that, and it's nothing that happens. You need an attorney quickly. Yeah. yeah. OnlyFans reporting a 75 percent increase in users in March. Obviously, people were at home, a lot of people not yeah. working, and so obviously they're they're they skyrocketed. Sixty thousand new people um, putting content on OnlyFans as of the spring. And um, trick is with the videos, just put. Uh, copywritten music that is like blocked on the internet like i want to say like ozzy stuff is pretty like like you can't play it on youtube like they won't just flag the video they'll take it down or they'll 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 block it so that way you just whenever you're making a, a OnlyFans video have something playing like that in the background and then if it gets posted anywhere, it gets taken down. Has some sexy Ozzy music yeah. on in the background. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's my butt. Mm-hmm. You guys like my butt? Mm-hmm. Hey, watch this. I'm going to grab this sex toy, this implement. Yeah. That's I'm not how I want do to do something to myself with it. Say again? I'm, like, I don't, I'm okay with people filming it or like people watching it. That's fine because I want to remember it too. But like, I don't want to... God forbid I get fired from the show or the show ends and I go to my next job and then they do a quick little Google on pound cake and then there's me losing my virginity online forever. Yeah, but what if that um, maybe you won't take such a traditional path to stardom? Maybe you'll just go all in. You'll become so wildly popular in that arena that you'll go, hey, listen, what, you know, what am I trying to keep myself on the straight and narrow for? I'm not, like, angling for an <laughs> office gig. Down. I'm not going to be a paralegal. What am I worried about? I'm in showbiz, baby. Thought Hub I'm calls itself... a reality TV star. What's that? I said, if that was the case, I could be a reality TV star. Well, everybody thinks they could be a reality TV star. Everybody thinks they're hilarious or interesting. That's or very reality TV, though. Most people aren't. But if you get yourself on Thought Hub, <laughs> which calls itself the uh, home of daily free leaked nudes from all over the Internet, they say it's a parody site. I don't know how they arrived at that. <laughs> That's a nice little loophole. Yeah, using. right. <laughs> ah, this is sure it's real content of live people, but it's a parody. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, leaked OnlyFans content. One model says that she's concerned a thousand percent all the time that her photos and videos are being posted elsewhere. Oh, duh. Where she has people screenshotting her posts and then blocking her. 
Hmm. Well, that's something that the website's going to have to figure out, though, too. All these websites, you know, it's great if you start a site and then you get a bunch of people on it, and it's like the Wild West all over again. But at some point, there's going to be real trouble for real people. And that's when you get into issues like, you know, well, this is your website, you know. You got to figure out how to how to police your platform. And that's always going to be there. There people are always going to find ways to pirate content. Yeah. You just got to be I mean it it sucks, but it's part of it. I guess I uh, my thing is with so many people doing this, I'm always amazed at the people who were like, "Oh my god, I'm making great money and I've only been doing it for 2 months." Like, who is finding you? Who's doing it? Who is like keep ratcheting like a, it up? But it's like a needle in a haystack. Like, even if you ratchet it up, people still have to find you. So you either have to start with like people you know and go, "Hey, want to see me naked?" Yeah. "Want to see me plunge this into my nether regions?" Mhm. Man. That's a good way to start. The and then the level like of things, if you get into like the fetish lanes and stuff like that, you'll find a following. If you go and like promote yourself, OnlyFans is more promotion than it is sex work. Yeah, but I also yeah. feel like like if you if there's no going back, you can dive all in. You go head first, right? But if it's these people, sixty thousand people who lost their job because of a pandemic, and they're like, maybe I'll get on OnlyFans. You're hoping to kind of make some money at it, but I don't know if you're if you're thinking that's going to be. Mm. The rest That's of your life. Podcast is on this week. Leaked podcasts? <laughs> no. Uh, I, I have two friends. Somebody took my whole show and posted it on the web. Two friends. I what? Have two friends that are making a, a pretty penny doing OnlyFans, and that they, they are not going back to their normal jobs. Like they they are diving headfirst into OnlyFans, and that is their content. And it's just a it's just a branch of what they're doing. Boys or girls? Like they want to. One boy, one girl. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you and go, okay, we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Please. If you say, we're doing this and we're, there's no going back, then the sky's the limit. But for people who are doing it because they need money, man, that's a tough, that's a tough nut. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's being destigmatized and to a Not point that where, much and not that quickly. Eh, but I think after this year, it will be. And also, people have to go looking for it too to like find out if you were doing that. But I guess if you're doing, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If you're, if you're but, starting but with people you know, you're never, mm-hmm. you're never satisfied with porn. How like, did your watch, How did your friends get a following? So my one friend started it because he lost his job, and he was like, "I, I should just do this because I know my friend." And how long ago was this? This is like right when everything shut down. Okay, so this year. And and so he was just like a regular like retail dude or something? Uh, worked in the bartending industry. Okay, so he had like a square job. I mean, he's just a regular yeah. guy working a job. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then his friend, I think they were, she was a bartender as well, and then she just did one video and it blew up, kind of like the KSU library girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then from there she got fans and she's really big in the community, so she... Use OnlyFans to just promote herself. <laughs> Big and in the also, community. She does private. Yeah, I mean, it would yeah, be. I, I feel like it'd be a lot easier than for a guy who wanted to do that. If you're gay, not. If you're gay, but then if you're not, you're like, well, I've got to market myself to gay dudes. So then you got to do a bunch of stuff for gay dudes. Yeah, I knew a guy that was doing that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, gay for pay. Do, but you're well, also. Well, he wasn't doing anything with gay guys, but he was just. But that's who's market. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, he was. He was like. 
Yeah, it was fine. Like he was making decent money at it. He's just uh, doing. He this is before the OnlyFans thing. He had a private Snapchat where he just like look at the camera and crank it and dead eye in the camera. Yeah, yeah, right. Fat mm-hmm. chat. Mm-hmm. He got in there. Yeah, but again, it's like man, when you know that's your audience, you're like, oh, I'd like a couple of chicks, but I mean, that's not really, it's not their lane. So you have to resign yourself to be, if you're a dude, going, yeah, it's going to be all dudes checking this out. You know, when those checks start rolling in, though. I would say, but I th- guess. that those gay money, that gay money, it's a lot. It's long money. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to spend it on. That's, uh, well, but, what, that. but that's what I'm saying, like, gay or straight, you still have to find, there's so many people doing it. Like, you still have to f- find people. I feel right. like... there's. I mean, there's, all, but there's always going to be that, like, level... You know, there's levels to everything. Yeah, it's just like podcasting or any anything that you can do on your own. There's going to be a lot of people doing it, so there is that risk that you're not going to make a ton of money doing it. But then there's also, and I think there's a lot of people that start it thinking like, "Oh man, I'm hot. I'm going to make money." And that's why I say like marketing is more important than anything. Like getting those fans and then like continuing to feed that beast. Like it's a it's a hard. Full time job if you're right. trying to make good money. Yeah, it's not easy. Fans, no, no, you, you can't she has have a any illusions from it. it. Like she, she is extending her brand, her thought empire, <laughs> thoughtropolis. <laughs> There's no shortage of fun yes. portmanteaus out there. Send me her only fans. I want to see her. I, I already sent you. I, oh, you got it. Okay. I was gonna say page. And that's it. That's the OnlyFans. Does she have like a promotional just Instagram? That's her Twitter handle. Okay, there we go. So Google it, and everything's on there. You'd like, because I know you. We will see. <laughs> I mean, I remember these. I remember these uh, kids in like the high school band or something a couple of years ago. Maybe it was just a year ago, where they were. Um, they were doing a performance in high school, and the drummer played the Pornhub intro music, and they yeah. got expelled. Yeah. I'm like, how did that many people know what that was? I wouldn't know the Pornhub intro music if I heard it. Pornhub has intro music? The ding, ding, ding. Okay, so obviously you tell this, like, the school knows what you're doing, and then after the fact you get expelled, because word gets to the faculty yeah. or whatever, but... Man, oh, I would, there's definitely I, some teachers like I know what that is. I wouldn't know <laughs> what that was. Yeah. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hey, who's this? Hey, Danny. Da- uh, God, it's weird that I find myself calling in so often. Oh, Danny. Like, hi. I've been in. I've called in like I don't know two times previously over like three years, and God, now I'm on a streak. But um. The, so the like I I'm always just amazed by like people who it seems so short sighted like porn in general seems really short sighted like I understand if you're like really hot and you're gonna make a career out of it or try to and then like you know ride the money later on but it just Literally. seems so short sighted if you have any kind of potential anywhere else like you're gonna they're gonna find it you're gonna get fired. I don't know how to even manage. You one would even manage that. Well, again, it goes back to if you believe that it's getting destigmatized quickly enough. I don't think that it it's is. Not. I, I think people are fooling it themselves if they think it's getting de- destigmatized. I mean, there's you can't be a teacher. You're not going to be able to any type of public position. Well, yeah, yeah like, it, I mean, 
like I've been offered, I've been offered by a company to do it for trans stuff because like trans stuff apparently is like super super popular, like against um like amongst heterosexual men who won't admit it. Right. Like, there's a, there's a lot. There's a huge uptick in like video views for like um, girls having sex with trans women. Yeah, it's like super popular, and they'll pay you a lot. Like I got, I was offered like. $1,200 just to audition, which is pretty high for, like, an audition-type stuff. And it's just, like, I was thought about it because, like, the money, like, in the beginning, you're like, oh, the money would be great. You're like, oh, that'd be great to have the money just real quick. It's a quick dollar. But it's, like, if I don't want to, like, go through, because my career is a very professional career, and I don't want to, like, go over my shoulder, look over my shoulder my whole life wondering, like, who's going to find it? Who's going to see me right. at work? Like, who, you know, especially amongst trans people, too, who are already, like, you're dealing with, uh, you know, discrimination on that. Yeah, many yeah. different levels. You definitely don't want to, like, add another, like, you know, thing for them to see so so for the for the um for the audition would you have done just like lady Macbeth's monologue or something like that or what <laughs> lady Macbeth. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, no like it's just like you know you go in you like you do like two sets two out two different outfits and then you like like you pretty much just you know masturbate in front of the camera and like, you get paid. Yeah, I like how they you have to audition. Like they have to determine like who did a really good job. Who's you know <laughs> you could film anyone and throw it up, and there's going to be people watching. Well, that's it. what they, no, that's like I, the that's first. Not necessarily true. Yeah, it is. But that's kind of the the first foray into it. Like, well, see, this thing. this company was like it's like the number one premier company for like sure. Just ask them people and stuff. Yeah, like. And like so, I, they would have been. They would have put me up like you know my name on a thing of models, and been like, oh, introducing this new person, and like you know, there's no way. Like if you're looking on that, and it's just a smaller community and stuff like that. There's there's less of us in the world than there. I will are. never forget that right. day where I found out my boss did porn. Well, but also, uh, Danny, it's it, like I said before. It depends. There are some people who are ready to go full tilt boogie and never look back, and there are other people that are trying to take a big, you know, a broader picture of it and be like, "Well, this would be a huge risk to what I eventually want to do." But most people don't get rich off of this. There are very few people who make real big money. It make you might make some money in the beginning or make some money temporarily but eventually you fade out like most people in porn do and you either in even if you do hit big you get old and right like, you know what what's the point like the majority of your life you're not in your 20s or 30s like the, that's the just the fact of life right so, <laughs> what are you going to do the rest of your life well, yeah, and I think that's what, and that's why it surprises me that people uh, who, I mean, listen, people are just trying to survive, and that's an avenue for them to make money. But on the other side of it, you're like, yeah, they're it's not. Well, again, people are desperate. I mean, I don't blame anybody for trying to do it. If you can do it, and they're just trying to make enough money to cover the rent or the friggin' food or whatever. You know, I don't think anybody, I don't think all those people go into it with aspirations of getting rich. But along the line, if if you get into it, and you you end up garnering yourself like a loyal audience, and it starts to become yeah. lucrative, that's a hard thing to turn around from. 
but how long can you keep yeah, it? Yeah, no, up? I, listen, you, I don't know. You know, later on in your life, you might be facing a permanent pandemic, a mental pandemic. <laughs> well, that's why you got a guy like Ron Jeremy who, like, never, you know, he's like Trump with the election. He couldn't face reality. Ron Jeremy was a guy who's out there still pretending like it's 1982. And he's yeah, going to be in jail like for the rest of his life. You know, that's like the massage's nature. Like, male porn stars can get out of it and be seen, like, as, you know, still as people. Female porn stars is like, oh, my God, how dare you? Like, the, you know, the virgin and, like, the whole untouched thing. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, hey, thank you, Danny. No problem. All right, there you go. There's Danny checking in again. Hey, the Alan Cox Show is back. Take your beer off your smart device and tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven. Join us live eight hundred three four. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For 81007, you can leave us a message anytime. The After Hours line is 216-986-8903. Uh, 35192, you want to text. If you listen to the show from outside Ohio on the iHeartRadio app, tell me where you do that. I'll make sure that you are on our map of Bureau Chiefs, which are right over young Bill Squire's shoulder there. Uh, but you can see if you ever see the live stream. Paul is uh, a new Bureau Chief in Ann Arbor. Nate listens in Nashville. Kayla is in Duxbury, Vermont. Rachel listens in Redmond, Oregon. Joy is in Forest Park, Illinois, outside Chicago. Uh, Lexi is one of our bureau chiefs at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. I was reading about a Fort Bragg soldier who had been found dead this past summer in the Outer Banks. And they were waiting on the results from the autopsy. And it said that the autopsy determined that he was decapitated. Ah, (laughs) That is uh, some thorough work there. Yeah. Why did you need the autopsy? Now, listen, I'm no physician. Uh, I'm no medical examiner. I'm a, a barely functioning adult human male. Nevertheless, according to the Division of Forensic Pathology at East Carolina University's Brody School of Medicine, that in and of itself is a mouthful, they determined that Enrique Roman Martinez's death was due to decapitation. Nothing gets past them. <laughs> All they found was the head. So, I'm flummoxed by this. 21-year-old man, young guy. There's been a $25,000 reward out for any information. But they didn't find the body. That's weird. All they found was the head. That's a place where they. I feel like they've had a lot of problems. The Outer Banks? No, Fort Hood. 
Well, that's that's Fort Hood. This is Fort Bragg. Oh, Fort Bragg. But okay. yeah, they are absolutely having problems at Fort Hood in Texas yeah. too. There's been people missing and murdered, and you know, I think they just um, some girl got killed at Fort Hood a while ago, mm-hmm. and they the it's story today, Fort Hood. huh? I said it's called Fort Hood. What you think? <laughs> Not to be the get to. It was well. That's another Stitch one. Your set private. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's another base named after a Confederate general. You know, wow, they're so haunted. Haunted. That's right, by John Bell Hood. But yeah, they like a dozen soldiers at Fort Hood are being brought up on, at least reprimand for some involvement directly or otherwise with this woman who was killed. But yeah, there's always something happening at Fort Hood. Ratchet. <laughs> that's not Fort the Hood. <laughs> nah, it's ratchet. Uh, I don't know, but I've been told. The military go. Uh huh. But I was I was transfixed and confused by the story about the paratrooper at Fort Bragg, whose autopsy determined that he had been decapitated. You know, it's like when, you know, if you ever had a friend that lived uh, on a farm, you know, if an animal died, they'd call a vet to come out and declare the animal dead. And it's like, yeah, if you live and work on a farm, you can tell it's dead. You don't need no vet coming out. You know, that'll be twenty nine fifty, please. You don't need that. You know that, yep, it's dead, all right. You lift the hoof up, mm-hmm. drops, drops back to down. the ground. Yeah, what do you need a vet dead. out there for? It's deed. Hmm. So I thought that was an odd story. Now, my favorite headline today is, Charlize Theron would love to star in Lesbian Die Hard Reboot. This is one of those things I didn't yeah. even know I wanted until somebody mentioned it. And now it's all I want. <laughs> God bless Charlize Theron. She's a single mom. She works hard. She plays hard. She's just looking for things to do. Doesn't have a man. Doesn't seem to need one. All well and good. Yippee-ki-yay, scissor sister. Somebody tweeted, lesbian Christmas rom-coms are all well and good, I assume, referring to that. Anybody watch The Happiest Season on Netflix? No. No. It's Kristen Stewart. Am I boring you? A yawn is a natural thing. (laughs) I had to yawn. Did you have to yawn into the microphone? It's on his head. I have a headset. You want me to move it? Yes, I want you to. If you're going to yawn, cover the microphone. Guy, I gotta tell him how to broadcast after five years. He just goes, You didn't know that I could hear a noise that came out of your mouth into the microphone. You don't hear me breathe. I didn't know you could, yeah, I can hear you breathe. Now it's contagious. Now I'm yawning. I didn't know you could hear me breathe. I didn't know you could yawn. He's like, Okay, no, so there's this lesbian way to, Christmas way to, movie. Yeah, way to really uh, support a guy. He's yawning in my ear. <laughs> way to send a signal to the audience. I can't even keep him uh, paying attention. You're using too big of words. One, two, three, eyes on me. I'm using too big of words. <laughs> He's not interested in lesbians. You'll get He's no interested en- in gay men. You'll get no encomiums from me, Pound Cake. That's what you're looking for. No, there's a movie on Netflix called The Happiest Christmas, and it's getting mixed reviews because it's kind of a, it's kind of a, uh, pandery kind of Christmas thing, but then there's a lesbian couple in it who are the, Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis, who you might have seen in some things. 
Yeah, the supporting cast real good. It's got Aubrey Plaza, Dan Levy, who this guy walks on water if you watch Schitt's Creek at all, and mm-hmm. my wife's in love with him. And so it's cute. I mean, it's a it's a nice, cute thing. Some people are complaining that it's, and I said halfway through the movie as we're watching, I go, this thing's kind of a downer. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because one of the girls doesn't <laughs> hasn't come out to her family, yeah. but she's bringing her girlfriend home. But, but that's probably has, pretty realistic. Yeah, maybe, but that's not what those movies are for. Those movies are not for realism. I mean, I get what you're saying, and that's what, you know. But, yeah, halfway through, I was like, God, this is, there's like a real dark cloud over this movie. Anyway. I mean, there's a whole, before the 90-day season, where there's a girl that travels to Australia to meet this girl that she wants to marry, but she hasn't even come out to her. Neither of them have come out to their parents as bisexual yet. Yeah. And so, like, that's what the whole season ends up being pretty much about. So it is something that I think per- people have to deal with, where they're like, okay, I'm feeling a certain way about this thing, but I don't know how to tell my family. So I think that can be somewhat relatable. You're never going to believe this, mm-hmm. but everything turns out fine that's in the movie. Well, that's right? boring. It's it's very. I well- wanted her to have to choose between her family <laughs> and her new love. Right. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I just wanted you to support me, darling. You know that whatever you How do, we? we would support you. How could we? You this. ruined Christmas. That's right. The baby Jesus <laughs> is screaming at this. Jesus died for your sins, and you're just rubbing it in his face on his birthday of all you're days. You're just sinning and sinning and sinning. <laughs> What a birthday present for baby Jesus. Not exactly frankincense and myrrh, is it? When I came out, I I heard that there was rumor that it's a double sin if you're a bottom. Like, if you're gay, that's a sin. Who told you that? Religious people. Then that's the thing, too, is that that's why they always find out that these pastors and these Mm. parish guys who are so anti-gay are gay themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they came up with, if you're a bottom, it's a double sin. Like (laughs) they know the likely to have It's called sodomy, not sodom you. (laughs) They're like, sir, how do you know all that? It it came to me in a dream. (laughs) That I was having a very good time in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, they said because I was in the Dallas Cowboys of, locker room. What? <laughs> you're more at risk of getting HIV uh, for, if you're a bottom. So they're like, ah, see, that's the that's that proves it for being a bottom. Is that true though? It sounds like it well, sounds like a, an anecdote. Is that medically well, no, true? I mean, the tissue in there is really sensitive. Anything that goes, yeah, the tearing the, that, that would happen. Yeah, I see. It, it goes to your bloodstream. They're like, well, that's your that's the repercussions of being a bottom. I see. So they completely go past the science, and they go, "Oh no, no, that that's what." That's no, what I think they're using. Things. I think they're using the science to justify their theory that Interesting. it's the double sin if you're a bottom. Interesting. So what you're saying is that religion will misuse science whenever it can. To, oh, I see. Because I never <laughs> see it go the other way. No, right? I never see science use religion to prove anything. Okay. Yeah, and there, anywho, and, and there's not many religions where when they find new things out with science they're like well that's a relief because we were <laughs> looking for some answers here yeah and now and we have more are. yeah proven and peer-reviewed yeah good science. i always wondered that though can you like bundle your forgiveness no like can I mean, you just it doesn't ask matter. For like a home and auto insurance plan <laughs> like everything i've done let's can ask, I just ask for forgiveness <laughs> i don't have to go each individual sin yes i think that i think you can get a bulk deal on on mm. forgiveness so you could probably double sin Especially if you have two 
members at the same time. But who's count? But, but but that would imply that you're counting the individual sins. And I think <laughs> also, also count your sins. They would also, tell you. Well, you have to be sorry about it, pound cake. Right? And it doesn't sound like in this situation you're feeling all that bad about what you did. Yeah. Like if you're bottoming on your deathbed and you finish, you just go, "All right, sorry, ready to go." No, I feel bad about that. Make that movie Netflix bottoming on your deathbed. <laughs> It's a holiday. Yeah, come on. That's the, on the Netflix slate for Christmas 2021. <laughs> Bottoming on your deathbed. <laughs> that's seriously, I was scared, though, because I was like, okay, if I'm gay, that's okay. I can ask for forgiveness for that, but I cannot be a bottom. That's a double sin. Wow. I want to double up. So you were okay. But you were okay with a constant, what would end up being a constant and repetitive single sin. Which would still add up to multiple sins. <laughs> well, I was you trying to lump it together. I was like, being gay is one big sin. I'm not, I'm not new gay every day. I'm the same gay I was, you know, when I came out but of listen, every, But every, every day, day that you're acting on it, it's a sin. That's right. Every day you have a chance to reverse course. Mm-hmm. So in the eyes of the Lord, every day you are a new gay person. Because eh, when you went to bed last night, you could have woke up. Being gay is like a beefcake. Being gay is like a payment. Being a bottom is like having interest on that payment. <laughs> as far That's as actually, concerned. I don't know what I, I don't know what that no, means. I, I get it. Where it's like you got you you're making your payments, but you know you got he's, it's like his credit card twenty percent interest on it uh-huh. every single month because he can't pay it all off. Oh, it accrues is yeah. what you're saying. That's what gays do: munch butts and celebrate Halloween. I see. That's called accruing. One lump in the gay community. <laughs> One lump sum. You should get that lump checked out. Have a doctor look at that. <laughs> I think I felt a Burn lump sum. out. I can't. I think <laughs> I felt a lump sum. Anyway, so this this uh, happiest season is on Netflix. And it's a tidy little film. It's fine. It's cute. Um, I think Kristen Stewart's uh, pretty. Mary Steenburgen is the mom. Oh, you can't fail her. with her. Victor Garber's the dad. The, the casting's great. So I'm it's... Really- I haven't really dug into any of the holiday stuff yet. Uh, I tried to watch the holiday, and that what is that? That's the one where it's uh, I can't. Remember. It's she was in uh, what's that gay show on American Horror Story? <laughs> Emma uh, Roberts. Yes, that okay. yeah, that girl, and she's getting a, a sets a situation up with a guy where every holiday where she's in town. This is her date, so she has like a, a date to bring to family get-togethers okay. and parties and stuff like that. But they're not actually it? together. Her beard. But I imagine what happens is they fall in love over time. Oh, they get to know each other more than they thought mm-hmm. they would, and but they find out that they're, they're two they're individuals. But boy, they've got a lot in common. But there are assuredly going to be rough patches where they say, "This is off. This is never working. I never mm-hmm. liked this from the beginning," and then. Then they, then they come back together. Because, but then when, when they yeah. when they think wistfully during the spirit of Christmas, mm-hmm. they see that what they were looking for was in front of them the whole time. Exactly. I see. But the uh, no, listen, the the um, the, the second uh, the sequel to the Christmas Chronicles is on Netflix. That's yeah. the Kurt Russell Santa movie. The hot, play- hot old Santa, <laughs> Santa Daddy. <laughs> he plays the sax. Yeah. Right. It's a whole thing. That was my first episode of Flicks and Bill with Zachariah. Talking about that. Was one. it Christmas Chronicles? Yep. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, th- back to the Charlize Theron thing, though, when she said, I'd like to do a lesbian. Somebody tweeted, lesbian rom-coms at Christmas are well and good. But what I really want is a diehard where Charlize Theron goes on a rampage to save her wife. 
And Charlize Theron tweeted, where do I sign? Because she does the Fast and the Furious movies now. She did Mad Max. Yeah. Charlize Theron is she just had that, uh, down to clown. What was the one that she just did on Netflix? It was like... Uh, oh, the, the First Guard or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was a comic book. That was okay. I didn't watch it. Yeah, so. it's all right. It's it it is what it is. But she did Atomic Blonde, which was, it was like a John Chick, I think is what people called it at the time. But uh, I like her a lot. Yeah, she's great. Like her in anything. But they've made five of those Die Hard movies, and maybe they could reboot it with her. Now, the question is, who would play the wife? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, uh, still Bonnie Bedelia. That's what I want to see. Who? Who? Yeah. Holly Gennaro. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Bonnie Bedelia should still play the wife. Mm-hmm. Not so Holly Gennaro. Late in life discovery, and yes. she's like, yeah, I'm in the girls now. I'm, That's right. I'm down for that. I mean, Charlize Theron is a little bit younger than me, I think. Bonnie Bedelia is 72. What's the matter with that? She's so cute, still looks good. What's the matter with that? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think that would work, but I was also going to say... Based on lesbian couples that I've met, uh, you're going to want like an 80 Bryant type to be the other girl. <laughs> they do that now, don't they? Or call themselves lesbos. 80 Bryant, all yeah. right. If you rob someone before you kill them, is that double sinning? Yes. Yeah. Murder is a capital offense. That is a you, when you grow no, up in when you when compound they don't for the murder when you Bob? when you Both. grow when you grow up in any religion murder is a mortal sin it, it damns your soul. It's right. a mortal sin. That's yeah. that's my that's what we were taught as uh, as uh, good Catholic children. Yeah, it's not like you just pay for one sin. It's Whatever sin you're committing, it, and then if you commit another sin, that's also a sin, so they just add up. It's not like you, you do a new sin, and they're like, oh, forgot about that other sin. Now you're just uh, in trouble for the murder. That's a big one, though. Like, can, can I just try it for the murder? You gonna get me for the rob, too? That's like I took a pack of gum, when in reality, I just robbed the whole bank. By the way, Bonnie Bedelia, and I did not know this until I just Wikipedia'd her. I, uh, you know, I've been familiar with her for a long, long time. Bedelia is her middle name. She is a Culkin. Oh, really? She is the Culkin kid's aunt. Her brother is Kit Culkin. Damn. Anyway, a little bit of uh, trivia there for you. So, Charlize Theron, down to do the lesbian diehard. Macaulay would actually make a good uh, lesbian wife. <laughs> I think he cut his hair, though. <laughs> oh, did he? I mean, for a while, he had that They do hair. that now, right. don't they? What? Call themselves lesbos. I think that... Uh, Again, that doesn't mean that he wouldn't want to do it. I think that young man's a chameleon. He convinced Mila Kunis to sleep with him for the better part of a decade. You cannot be untalented and do that. No one said he was untalented. Well, a lot of people say he's untalented. I but didn't. I, huh? I thought he was... No, no, I wasn't quoting you. Yeah. I know you're firmly in the Macaulay Culkin is talented camp. And I'll stay there. Is Rory more talented? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Rory Moore? Rory. Was that the guy Ma- that ran for Senate in Alabama <laughs> who was a pedophile? Rory Culkin. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Roy Moore was that guy in Louisiana. <laughs> Alabama. Alabama. Yes. Where's he now? Rudy Ray Moore? He was Dolomite. 
<laughs> All over the place. Yeah, why not? We need a voice of reason to keep us in Oh, line. no. Where's our voice of reason? Now, my brother is at Fort Hood, and he said they are gay marrying each other so they live off base. Oh, that's, honey, that's been around for years. Seems like a really off base plan to me. What? I have a friend that said that. Well, you got to live on base if you. I don't understand. I was born on an no, army base. It's, huh? it's like more money. Like, say, if you have like best friends. Like, or you and your best friend want to get an apartment and a nice apartment? He's like, bro, I like you, and we're cool. Let's just gay marry each other. Is that how you do it? Bro, I like you. Let's live off base? You better get down on a knee if you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear Well, you think I'm common. just going to say yes because you want to get a new place? I mean, l- they, he wants a place, too. You get more money if you're married. Yeah, but make it a thing. Make it a spectacle. I want to be asked. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a romance. Oh, I want you to, yes, I want you better I like get gay married. Thing. You can only get gay married the first time one time, yes. so you better make it special. You better appeal to my sense of wonderment. Definitely Just imagine that's on your record, though. Like, if you guys end up getting divorced, you have to explain to your wife. You're like, uh, so I was, like, married to a guy back in uh, 2011. And it was okay. great, so you're walking on thin ice here because we had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we played video games all day. Mm-hmm. I passed chicks down the hall to them. Alan, uh, the lo- lesbian love interest should be Halsey to Mike and Parma says. Ooh, I'm, I'm down with that. I like Halsey. By the way, I think Stephen Cannon's got a great idea, too. If she does this lesbian diehard reboot, they should make her look like they did in the Eileen Warnos movie. They should, <laughs> they should make her look like in Monster. <laughs> yeah. And then, you, you know, it's then, but she also knows uh, karate. I would like her to be hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. Hotter like, than Eileen like, Warnos? I like when my leading ladies are hot. How? All right. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kaylin. Hi, Kaylin. So I was an Army wife, and I was calling to explain about the gay marrying so they could live off post. Okay. If you're under, um, like, E8, so an enlisted, not an officer, you have to, and you're single, then you have to live on post in the barracks. But if you get married, you can live off post, and then you're also going to make more money because you have a dependent. But haven't they figured out that loophole? I mean, hasn't the military figured out that that's what some people are doing? It's a question if someone is gay. Probably. I, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> right. And also, um, you get a BAH stipend, you're boarding and housing. So depending on where you live, they give you so much money to go towards your rent. So it like works out that you make more money being married. You mean the military's running a scam? But then you got to like play yep. the part, right? Right, and there's still, like, the don't ask, don't tell, so you could still get, like, discharged for being gay. Right. So yeah. much discharge. <laughs> okay. Hey, thank you, Kayla. I appreciate You're the welcome. update. It's one of our many gay categories. We have our bears, our queens, our daddies, our sugar caddies, our maple smoked sausage patties, our Belgian waffles, and, of course, our six tops. Fun fact, those last four are just things that are in this room. But you believed me because you are stupid. Wow. And what, pray tell, are you? I'm a soft, 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 soft butch. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Rest assured, when all else fails to entertain you, so will he. You guys suck! This is the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS.
3519 to text me. In about one hour, Jason starts up the buzzer block. Every weeknight at 6.50, you get an hour and 20 minutes commercial free uh, with Jason. So if you're looking ahead into your evening here on the buzzer, that is what is ahead of you. Hello, who's this? Hey, Alan. Hi. Hey, it's D. Sue. What's going on, Sue? Hey, I just wanted to let you... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just know, there's a thing called BAQ, which is a basic allowance for quarters. There's a VHA, which is Variable Housing Allowance. Okay. I was a Navy wife. And if your old man or wife, whatever, was in a hazardous situation, like in a, they get hazard pay. So all your spouse has to do is say, okay, I need $100 this month. And they send everything to you. But you ain't got to pay for housing. You ain't got to do nothing. They pay for everything. Well, you were a Navy wife a long time ago. Is all that still intact? Oh, no, honey. That was years ago. <laughs> so it's not relevant to today. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, the, the people that are in the military right now still get that BAQ and the VHA. Well, that's what I was saying. Is that, So that's still intact. I mean, the don't ask, don't tell Absolutely. thing. Uh, don't ask, don't tell isn't a thing anymore. Um, you now, can you can be openly gay in the military. I mean, but um, you're, yeah. Again, I was born in an army base, but I was, uh, if my math is correct, a baby, and so I don't really remember the ins and outs of uh, all that stuff. And oh, you was an infant. That's, what, that's when how I was, you're born. When I was born, <laughs> they start you off pretty small. Yeah. You ever heard of infanticide? <laughs> okay. Killing babies? Yes, I have heard of infanticide. Yes. Have you ever heard of matricide? Killing mattresses. That's when you throw the mattress outside and hope All right, Shem. Thank you, Sue. Sue, Sue. Love you. Sue, 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 Sue. By the way, we are going to have a short show on Monday. We only have, uh, after tonight, we will have six live shows remaining in 2020. But Monday is going to be a short show because Cavs preseason basketball starts this weekend. And Monday uh, is a preseason game at the Romo Fijo against the Indiana Pacers. That is Reggie Miller and the Indiana Pacers in town. Nope. It's weird to hear you say that. Cavs? Romo Fijo. Oh, the Romo Fijo. Yeah, know, right. It's been so long. Yeah. Uh, so Monday night, Cavs Pacers at the Romo Fijo. Uh, that will start at 5.30. So we will be out of here then. Uh, tip off at 6 uh, here on WMMS. So six live shows remaining, but Monday uh, we're going to be out of here a little bit earlier for that game. But Cavs basketball is back. Are they going to have fans in attendance? I don't think so, but I could be way off on that. I thought they were... 
And I, maybe might not be for right. the preseason games, but maybe for like the regular Yeah, season. these are preseason games. Yeah. I think the first of which is Saturday. Yeah. And then uh, I think but it's six or seven. Monday is the one that will impact this show. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's uh, Swisher. Hey, what's up, man? Nick Swisher? Nicky the Swish? No, actually, it's John Swisher. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I've, uh, I moved up here about three years ago, and I've been listening to your show since, and I've been bugging me about your intro. Where'd you move from, John? Uh, London, Ohio. Oh, okay. So about near Columbus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, your intro, that part where that dude says, I'm going to count to three, and I'm going to say kick it, and I want you to kick it with a tasty groove. I am, it's bugging me to know where that's from. Oh, that is from the old Tenacious D HBO show. That's Jack Black. Oh, man, it sounded like Steve Buscemi. No. Nope. I listen to that for Sounded like that was bothering me for a while. Yeah, that is from the that's from that original Tenacious D HBO show that they had on in the late nineties. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's all I was wondering. Okay, really cool. All right, you thank go. you, John. There you go. This that's what I get for just show. picking up phones. Yep. Is that? Yeah, but there's probably other people that were wondering, and now they know. There you go. Um, is that on you HBO Max? On our website. I don't know if it's... I bet it is. Yeah. I mean, the Tenacious D stuff, for a long time, you couldn't find it anywhere. And then... Because they were only, like... Remember, they'd play them at, like, 2 short, in the morning, yeah. and they were, like, 20 minutes long. They were, like, interstitials in between other shows. I feel like they weren't even 20 minutes. I feel like they were, like, 10 You to might 12. be right. Yeah. yeah, you might be right. Because that, that first album that? with them came out in 2000. I've been using that clip in my show intro for 20 years. Say what? There used to be, like, a tab on our show website when our website was more interactive. It used to be, like, the Alan Cox Show soundboard, and you had all that stuff on there. Yeah, then they reformatted the website, and all that stuff went away. Okay. They made every mm-hmm. uh, every radio station website in this company look the same. The cookie-cutter website. Yeah, they have the same yes. template. Mm-hmm. So that, um, that all went away. Yeah, people ask me about that, too. They're like, hey, I can't find the soundboard. I'm like, soundboard long gone. Sorry, but it is. Uh, speaking of your Cleveland Cavaliers, if you go back far enough, you'll remember a guy, World B. Free, yeah, played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, played mm-hmm. for a handful of teams, played for the Cavs in the early 90s, early 80s, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. 82 to 86 is when he played, and he was uh, born Lloyd Bernard Free. But you know what? So many people said he was so good, they, his... Friends just started calling him World. He's from Atlanta. His friends started calling him World because calling him All City and All County wasn't good enough. So they started calling him All World. So he legally changed his name to World Be Free. That's cool. That's that's a good story. And I mention this because if you go to basketballreference.com, where you can check up on players and their stats, basketball-reference.com, they will have the player, what position they play, and all that, and if they have any nicknames. In Kyrie Irving's entry, one of his nicknames, they put his World B Flat. <laughs> <laughs> I like because it. Kyrie Irving, almost yeah. four years ago, was on a podcast and said that he believed that the Earth was flat. I think oh, that Kyrie. he, I think he uh, eventually rescinded that opinion, mm-hmm. but um, he got a lot of heat and attention. Boy, I liked Kyrie when he was here and when he, we used to do the show. But he is he just a douche? Like, what's he's, his issue? He's just... Uh, I don't even mean the flat thing. I mean, yeah. like, the LeBron thing. LeBron and the, thing. He's just kind of... I don't know. He, he's a weird guy. dude. 
Right, but the way to be that guy is to, like, bust your ass and, like, take advantage of the people better than you. Surround yourself with people. I mean, so he's good. <laughs> take advantage of the people that are better than you. Well, you know what I mean? Like, no, take he, advantage of their abilities. And right, right. Experience. But he's he's kind of a me-first kind of guy, yeah. and he's he's got a bigger ego than he has ability. That's what I... Right. And it's one of those things where he he's, he's an incredible player. Like, I don't want to take anything away from what he is on the basketball court, but he also is incredibly injury prone. And he also is, you know, he needed LeBron. Like nobody would be talking about Kyrie if it wasn't for those years that he had with LeBron. Right. Because that's the only time when he really flourished as a player. He was a young gun. Everybody expected him to like be the man. He wanted to be the man, goes to Boston, the whole bit. But it's like, if you're going to puff yourself up, man, you better be bulletproof. Mm -hmm. And this guy just isn't. Right. He said, uh, uh, I guess, uh, because everybody has a podcast, Kevin Durant has a podcast, and Kyrie Irving was on it, and said that um, Kevin Durant was the first clutch shooter that he ever played with. And I thought, well... And they haven't even played together yet. Well, that A, that. Mm -hmm. B, I'm like, okay, he's he's just puffing him up because he's on his podcast or whatever. Mm -hmm. But LeBron was like, what? LeBron thought that that was an odd comment to make. Because well, like, I, I thought the, this young buck, I was helping him out. I and then Kyrie gets all defensive, and he's like, well, I wasn't talking about LeBron. Everybody's taking it out of context. But it's like, yeah, but you're everybody knows you as LeBron's sidekick or LeBron's, Like Robin to his yeah, Batman. When, when you guys were on that, when you went to the championship, like the people talk about the biggest moments in your career, it's all at LeBron's side. And so, yeah, we think that you're taking shots at LeBron when you say stuff like that. I mean, you gotta. There's a lot of people who do, and it sounds naive to say, "How are you going to be all me in a team sport?" But there are plenty of guys who act like that. Mm-hmm. But also, like if you are momentarily a number two guy, first of all, it's better than being a number thirteen guy, right? But also, like if you're going to be the guy, a you're probably never going to get to LeBron level, but you want to be the best Kyrie you can be. Yeah, and it's weird. I just. I well, like the guy, but I, he seems to be just tripping over his own D at every turn. Yeah, he just—he's talked himself into a corner a bunch of times, and it's one of those things where, until he proves it on the basketball court, and now he doesn't want to talk to the media or anything like that, and he just enemy of the people, man. Like he's—he uh, he bothers me because I love watching him play. He's such a fun player to watch. I like his shoes. I think he's like he does a lot of good things for the community. Overall, he has. A lot, he's done more good than bad, but he just talks and he PR. sounds like an idiot. I hope he comes back around. Maybe he's just got to learn a few more things. But LeBron he's was a little humbling. Yeah, was kind of shocked. I was a, I was a little, I was a little like, like damn. Yeah. Once I got the whole transcript, I was like, damn. You know, I wasn't like. Oh, you he t- thought maybe it had been taken out of context, so he asked his guys to get him the transcript. Of yeah. Him. You tripping? I'm hit yeah. game winning shots my yeah. whole life. I was not like that. I was like, damn, because um, you you were there for a couple seasons. I, I mean, I played with Kyrie for three seasons. The whole time while I was there, um, I only wanted to see him be an MVP of our league. I only cared about his success. He said, "We won a championship with a pretty dysfunctional team." Yeah. No, so he, he just thought it was kind of weird. He's won like two of his championships were in the most difficult situations. Yeah. The Cavs, and I want to say, uh, I didn't actually read this, but I, like he, he had that quote, and I imagine the other ones 
the Lakers this year just because of COVID-19 and everything. Did Kyrie get drafted by the out of school by the Cavs? Yeah, he, he, he did. was number one overall pick. Okay. I want to say in 2012. Then he then he wants to hang out his own shingle with the Celtics. That doesn't go the way he hoped. Right. And now he's with the Nets. Yep. Yeah. And he teamed up with Kevin Durant there. And they, right. they haven't played games together. But he's only played like 20 games with the Nets because he got hurt again. And just like they could be a really good team together. That's a good team. Steve Nash is the coach. They could be very good together. But he hasn't thrived as a player leading a team. He's only, like, his best years were with LeBron at his side. Because even before LeBron got there, the, we were a lottery team. Isn't R. Jeffs on that team, too? Who? Richard Jefferson. On what team? The Nets. No. Oh, I thought he was. No, he's retired. Well, he used to be on the Nets. He was on the Nets in, like, the early 2000s. Well, that's what they need to get him back. He's they, like 48. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get Stephon Marbury back. Mm, he's still playing in China. All right, he just retired. He's playing in China. They need to get Keith Van Horn. Now you're talking. <laughs> but anyway. High socks. <laughs> on basketballreference.com, they call Kyrie Irving World B Flat. That's very funny. Which is my favorite thing I've seen all day. Ben Diggles, this is a shout out to you. He came to us and he listens to Super Conspiracy yes. Theory Guy. This so is not a conspiracy. Earth is flat. Yeah, no, the Earth is flat. Oh, oh there we go. go. The Earth is flat. Earth is flat. For, for what I've known. For as many years, and, and what, what I've been come taught. to believe, what I've been taught, is that the Earth is round. Yes, but I mean, if you really think about it from a landscape of the way we travel, the way we move, and the fact that can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all planets aligned, rotating in control? This is uh, not specific real. Dates being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets and stuff. Perpendicular. Like, he's just throwing words yeah, out. Just throwing words out out there. What you say, what you do, and how you mean it. At the time, I was like huge in the conspiracies. Everybody's been there. Everybody's been there. Like, yo, what's going on with our world? You know, like you click a YouTube click, and it goes like, how deep the rabbit hole goes. It's like, yo, you start telling all your friends, like, yo, did you see that? Watch this video. I'm telling you. And at the time, it was like, I, you know, you're like innocent in it, but you realize the effect of. I love people who think that YouTube is exposing how, like, science has been lying to us for hundreds of years. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not grifters using right. this to take advantage of people that are using conspiracies and other things like that as coping mechanisms. It's all victimization. Yeah. That's why he went on the rabbit hole. He was already in a woe is me like mm -hmm. state, and then he starts going down conspiracy uh, videos on YouTube. Hi, who's this? Yeah, me. Yeah, you. What's up, you? Oh, hey, it's it's Ryan. I'm from Wakeman. I do the sports thing once in a while. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, Ryan. Uh, what's up, pal? <laughs> hey, I, I didn't even hear the click thing. So, anyways, uh, dude, I hate that everyone hates on Kyrie Irving. I like Kyrie Irving so much, dude. He's, like, the coolest guy in the world. The Uncle Drew movie made me cry. And my kid, who's, like, younger, you know, he, he even couldn't watch the movie because he, like, cried during it, too, because the movie's actually emotional and sad and, like, makes you understand that there's more in life than just winning. Well, I don't know if that. But <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> oh, Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Make, no, I like, it I like makes you learn too. that there's more than to learn. Is, it, is that the movie where they all put on gray wigs and pretended to be old men? Was yeah. that Okay. 
Right. Yes. Nice. Yeah, it's all right. I really like it. Um, it's on um, Spectrum Non Demand or whatever. Okay. But anyways, um, so with Kyrie, dude, I hate that we hate. Uh, well, like the media hates on him, or like you know pulls on his flat Earth uh, thing or whatever, and then makes fun of him or whatever. Dude, we got Kyrie Irving from like year one. We got him so good. It's not like Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. And the rest of our crew could get LeBron James back. No, we actually had a crew that could get him here in the first place to win a title. I'm not a big LeBron fan at all. I actually don't like LeBron at all. I think he is my least favorite player. In now, the why? NBA. Why is that? Well, because he left Cleveland the first time. Like, I don't. But that's got nothing that to do with his abilities. No, he's a good player. Oh, you don't like him because he left. Well, he didn't put us in a position to like sign any of the other players. Realistically, how is that his fault? Right. That, that was the they mishandled the whole situation with LeBron the first time. But we yeah. got a championship, so I will always always love forgive for that. So yeah. I always like him. Yeah, it's not like I don't like him. I mean, you just, he said, you you just like said he's your least favorite player. player. You said I don't like him at all. <laughs> Well, as a this is why Ryan's internet show got canceled. Like as a Cavalier, I like all Cavs players. There's certain players that I don't like that play for the Cavs, you know. But since they're Cavalier, you know they're the home team, so you root for them. You know. What I'm so, do you, how do you feel about Bingo Smith? Uh, you know, he wears number seven, and sometimes that really affects my NBA 2K17. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Ryan knew that Bingo Smith was number seven. Wow. He knows his stuff. Good for you. What about yeah, Mark Price? You know, uh, 25. Uh, yeah, again, <laughs> some issues with numbering. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a handful of other ones. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, you guys were. Oh, well, no. I don't. I, man. You guys are talking about so much stuff. <laughs> All right. Like, Ryan, right, I got I got to move on here, but I appreciate the call. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> oh, Ryan. You magnificent bastard. I like how he goes, hey, my kid's younger. I'm like, younger than you? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Should have asked him what Nate Thurman's number was. See if he could pull that out. Oh, Nate Thurman. I want to say it was in the 30s. A little higher. He's the pride of Akron, Ohio. 44? Passed away a few years ago. You're warmer. Not that high. 40? 38? A little higher. 42? Yes. Ah, there it is. He nailed it. Nate Thurman, <laughs> yeah. 42. Four try. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Played the bulk of his career, of course, at Golden State, but, uh, you know. How about Andre Miller? Want to go for Andre Miller? Ooh, Andre Miller, I want to say, was 11. I actually don't know, because I don't have a photo in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was number seven on the Sixers. Uh, no, maybe 24 on the Blazers, number one eight. in your heart. He played for a lot of goddamn yeah. teams. So he played. He literally played for every team. He got passed around like a... Yay. Yeah, like a pound cake at a orgy. Ah, uh, 24 is the cast. All right. Is there a team... I mean, is there a job where I could just go around and collect people's towels and stuff? Do they have towel boys when you're actually uh not twenty eight year old ones? ones yeah, I don't no, think. No. I mean, <laughs> they don't. You'd be a towel man. You your towel boy years are past. But is that like someone's an, career? No, I mean, walk around collecting jock straps and towels. It's an entry level position if you want to be in the NBA. I think it's like something that you do when you're 
in college and you're trying to work your way in. Why would I want to work my way call in? Up, call up, uh, um, we got Connect, call up, uh, what's his name? Um, R.K. Honkersniff. Who's the uh, coach over there? J.B. Bickerstaff. Nah, that doesn't sound right. Um, call up one of those guys. I was thinking of Terrell Brandon. Brandon, he was number 11. Oh. What about, uh, who's the guy you used to play? Uh, um, Lots of people. Bress Gibson. Remember that guy? No. Booby Gibson? Oh, right. I'm sorry. He I was, was using one. I was using the official uh, mm. terminology. Bress Gibson. Bress Gibson is what I call him. What happened to Booby? He retired. Last time I saw that guy was in the was in the box at a Cavs game. Yeah. Like a year ago. Yeah, where the you Romo got Fijo. to go. Yeah. You were invited to go and hang out with Booby Gibson. Yeah. And me, Cavs fan, <laughs> number one Cavs fan on the show for sure, was not invited. Yeah, what do you want from me? I mean, yeah. I would. I don't want anything from you. I want people around here to understand that I would have liked to have been invited. Yeah. Boy, I guess I didn't care. I would like the free box yeah. food and the alcohol. Yeah, no, it was great. A lot of fun. Had a nice conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ask him about Keisha Cole. I did not. I figured it was none of my business. I didn't want to presume. We just talked business. I might as well have. Yeah, just, you know, That's state of the state, fault. whatever. I asked if he wanted to invest in my um, motor scooter franchise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Breast. <laughs> How do you hey, feel about motor hey, scooters? Hey, Breast. Hey, Mamory, uh, I'll tell you what. I would like to know, uh, hey, Sloppy, if you could. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Hey, Bazugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he and I were uh, working on a cartoon for a while, mm-hmm. and it was called Boobies Goobers, and uh, it did not get picked up. Mr. Yabo? <laughs> yeah. Hello, who's this? Yeah, hey, Alan, it's Scott. Hey, Scott, what's up? Well, I think the problem with Kyrie Irving being Robin to uh, LeBron James' Batman is, and Bill can attest to this, that he sees himself as a Dick Grayson type, where in reality he's more of a Jason Todd. I'll see myself out. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this guy's throwing all his comic book nerd stuff at us. Uh huh. All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Scott. Appreciate the. <laughs> and now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Conform with all directives. Remember obedience pays. And when you watch that TV screen, remember it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.